The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple Eight, 933 And at uh, Pat Unleashed, it's Friday. Which means it's uh, Free Speech Friday. So you can call uh, whatever's on your mind, anything at all. Um, catch up on the something maybe you didn't get, have a chance to sound off on during the course of the week. But we're also going to uh, uh, do something kind of fun today. We've been holding this for a while. And we're going to share with you the 50 worst product flops yes. in world history. <laughs> the 50 worst product flops. Uh, so we'll be getting into that in a few minutes. And, and of course, let you know all of the uh, breaking news as well. Um, keep you up to date on everything that's going on. We talked earlier in the week about the Colorado baker uh, from Masterpiece Cake Shop. Uh, he won the Supreme Court case earlier this year when he refused to make the cake for the same-sex wedding. And then he was sued for that, and the Colorado Civil Rights Commission came after him. Well, the the Colorado Civil Rights Commission came after him again. They sent one of their lawyers, um, Autumn Scardina, who asked uh, Jack Phillips, who is the owner of the cake shop, to make a cake with a blue exterior and a pink interior that would mark her birthday and the seventh anniversary of her gender transition. (laughs) Uh, Come on. Is that a thing? Is that even a thing? So... He said no, because the celebration was contrary to his belief that gender is given by God and not determined by perceptions or feelings. And uh, so that, of course, set this in motion. How dare you? He said, look, you, you can have any of the cakes in the shop that I've already designed. I'll sell you any of that. <clears throat> I'm just not going to especially make a transgender cake. Well, so now they're suing him. The latest development is he's suing them back. He has uh, filed a lawsuit against the governor of uh, of Colorado. And I think rightly so. This has got to stop. And I think he's tired of them trying to dr- drive him out of business. I'm tired of them trying to drive him out of business, so he must really be sick of it. Uh, so there's that. <clears throat> We've also got some news on the military parade. Yesterday it was revealed that the military parade was going to cost just a little more than they thought originally. Originally, they thought it was going to be $12 million. Now they think it'll cost $92 million. So, $92 million, but that's cheap. for a, you, know, you just want to celebrate the military and have a parade. Parades are fun, right? I mean, you think of $92 million in the scope of our GDP, which is almost $20 trillion, It's a drop in the bucket. That's a lot of candy being thrown from floats. <laughs> from tanks, probably, tanks. in this particular case. <laughs> so, it's so expensive now. They postponed it, and then today, uh, President Trump is saying he just canceled it. Well, good, because you shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, he was saying what the Washington, <laughs> D.C., the city officials there, yeah. were totally inflating the price. <clears throat> probably so. <clears throat> probably so, but I... What are we doing with military-style parades anyway? Precisely. Come on. That's a bad sign. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't think we need that, frankly. I, I'm not a big fan of the military-style parade, a la 
Soviet Union, China, North Korea. <laughs> we just had we just saw one from North Korea that was uh, you know really spectacular. But mm. uh, is it an American thing? Eh, not necessarily. No. Let's stick to carnivals here. Um, <clears throat> Keith Ellison's a abuse accuser. Says that she she says she has a video of his abuse, <clears throat> but she shouldn't have to show it because we should just believe her. Her word should just be enough. Whoa. No, I'm sorry. We don't know you. I don't know Keith Ellison for that matter, but he says he did. This didn't happen, and that's why you don't. He says you don't have a tape because it didn't happen. So when you've got him saying no, why would we? And you're saying yes. Why do we just naturally believe you? I, if you've got proof, you show it, right? You have to. I think you have to. You have to. Uh, he, she, she, she believes she should. We should just believe her. Now, where, where are you getting that? That's the Hillary Clinton. All women have a right to be believed theory. I guess. Well, no. You're innocent until you're proven guilty in I, this country. I mean, I could see where you can get that idea from the beginning of the Me Too movement. Yeah, uh, yes. You know where I mean they they put people on the on the hot plate for nothing. But that's dang dangerous. Yes. Oh, and we said that all along. And now you're messing with. Even though I uh, can't believe I'm speaking up for Keith Ellison, mm-hmm. but now you're talking with the guy's. Career. I know. Now you're right. talking about a guy's career and livelihood. And you're saying something that's damning for any human being yes. to be accused of. Yes. And now you're saying, you just, I just have to you believe just, you? Just believe me. No, Look, we're gonna, no. Uh, we're going to apply the same no. standard that we did with Trump, with this inward tape that supposedly exists. You know what? If it does, then produce it. Same thing with right. Keith Ellison. Yeah. You know what? If there's right. a tape, show us. If not, go away. Show us how far we've come, though, in America, where people just expect you to believe the accuser. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, you're guilty oh, yeah. until you can prove yourself innocent. No, that's the opposite of the American justice system. So produce produce the the recording. Let's see it. It because uh, I I don't like this guy in the first place. I know. I tend to believe the woman, but I'm not going to wholeheartedly jump on her bandwagon yeah. without her showing the video. You just, I, I don't think you can do that because, like you said, the guy's career is at stake, yeah. and it's a crappy career. And it's a despicable career. Yeah. But it's his. That's <laughs> what he's got. It is. You know? It is. That's what he's got. And you can't take it away from him uh, unless there's good reason. And we don't have good reason yet. We just have your, your say-so. Well, I can't, I, we can't go on that. No. It's not America. And, and, and there are many people. I am not one. But there are many people that want to believe it and want to believe that it's absolutely 100% true. And drag him you. through the streets. For I wouldn't. It. I'll say this. I wouldn't shed a tear for him if it turned out to be true. Yeah. I mean. Oh, if, absolutely. If it's true, he should lose his career and he should go go away. I just go. Get out of here. Have a nice day. Because he's despicable to begin with. He'll be a baker in Colorado. No, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> he'll bake your he'll bake your transgender bake cake. He'll I'm bake guessing anything for you. You know that might be a good career for him. Also, uh, we'll talk about this later. Uh, first, they came for the straws. And I, and I didn't care because I, I didn't use I don't use straws. Hmm. Then they came for balloons. Mm. Now how do you feel? Actually, first they came for the plastic grocery bags. That's right, true. that's true. Then they came for the straws. 
Now they're coming for the balloons. We'll get into that as well. Balloons are, are uh, uh, dangerous. Yeah. Oh, they're, I mean, they're a menace. And I hope the story you have is talking about the how dangerous balloons are. Of course. Okay. Of course. You know it. Well, they pop. Yeah. And they, even if you put helium in them and they float up in the air eventually, you may not know this, but they come back down. And really? where do they land? I don't know. Maybe in an ocean. I've never thought this Swallowed through. by a fish. Choking a fish and killing it dead. You ever, I don't know. You ever see a bird drop out of the sky? You know why? Huh. just ate a balloon. Stop. <laughs> That's it just what, ate a balloon. I exactly just thought what they floated off into space. No. Like they're still they don't out there. to space. Past no. plutoid or something. They do not. No. So. Uh, you're driving. How many times you drive to work and a bird falls right in your car? Balloon. <laughs> you just ate a balloon. Actually, I'm going to say zero times. No, come on. You're sitting wait, in your back. Wait, no, you're the bird still... porch and all of a sudden uh-huh. in the backyard, bird. The bird keeps floating, out. though, right? He would just float. No, just ate a balloon. Yeah, no, they're dangerous. <laughs> dangerous. It seems like he would just have to work less. Uh, <laughs> happy so Friday. it's happened quite a few times. Hey, oh, man. Yeah, a, lot of, a lot of birds that's just right, dropping why, on that's your car. That's about time we got onto the balloons. And you knew instantly, balloon, another balloon. Damn balloons. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, I got to play this fun commercial from the GOP. They've created a commercial featuring Omarosa, like a pro Trump ad featuring Omarosa. This is smart. Uh, just a little mocking going on here. I was so happy when Donald Trump declared that he was going to run. You all know him as the president. I know him as a friend. I know his heart. Donald Trump is a trailblazer on women issues. And not only do I support him as a human being mm-hmm. who has incredible character and a great vision, oh. but his policies affect my community where I live in Los mm. Angeles. And that's really why I stand by him. And I believe I that you will see that this president is going to be incredible for this country. And I am excited about what's happening sure. in this administration. Sure. I'm very honored yes. to be a part of it. He was okay. the right choice for America. When I say Trump train, I want you to say choo choo. No. Y'all ready? No. no. Trump train! Trump train! Trump train! I like it. Trump train! Nice. I like the First of all, even if I'm at that rally, I'm not doing the choo-choo thing. You know? No. Nope. Mm-mm. Even uh-huh. after she yelled, Trump train! Especially after she yelled, okay. Trump train. I'm not yelling choo-choo. No. No, thank you. <laughs> Next. <Really>? Next. <laughs> That's so good. Is that great, That's though? Really that good. they compiled all the super excited fangirl really stuff that she did with Donald Trump in mm. the beginning. And now, all of, of a sudden, she knew his heart. He's a great friend. He's a wonderful person. All of that stuff. And now, all of a sudden, he's an ugly racist. Okay. Well. So bad. Interesting. Someone's got a book to sell. Yep. Oh, yeah. But they used her own words against her. Nothing's more effective than that. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up in a second. Hey, let me tell you about uh, Use Wax RX. Use Wax RX uh, has developed uh, a, a system to uh, help you get rid of that stubborn earwax. Hmm. Wax RX ear wash system. Doctor developed, works safely when all the other products fail. You've you had the cotton swabs. You know I find it amazing how many times uh, you use cotton swabs and you stuck it in your ear, and now you realize you're not supposed to do that. That's not good for you. It's very dangerous. Use the Wax RX system and wash out your ears and get them cleaned the professional way, only 
do it at home for less than the cost of a doctor's visit. It's a Wax RX system. They have the wax softening drops to break down the earwax inside the ear. It has a specially engineered pump fitted with a unique tip to gently deliver the perfect amount of cleansing pressure to flush that wax away. And finally, the pH condition formula rinses and soothes your ears, making for that ultimate, most complete earwax removal system available. Go to usewaxrx.com, order your reusable earwash system today, use offer code RADIO, ships free right to your house. Usewaxrx.com, usewaxrx.com. You are listening to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray is here. 888-900-3393 and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, it's Friday, so Free Speech Friday. We call us about whatever is uh, on your mind. Uh, but we have the 50 worst product flops in American history. USA Today compiled this list. 50 worst of all time. These either didn't work or they were dangerous or, or just nobody wanted them. <laughs> Some of them should come back um, today, though. They might they might sell today. Maybe. Uh, for instance, we start at number 50. We're counting Cutting down up. all the way to number one. Number one. At number 50 on our list. Uh, Galaxy Note 7 yeah. by <laughs> Samsung. This came out in 2016. It was a tablet phone. So how big was this thing? Oh boy! Probably uh, was, a bit, was it was six and a half inches? No, or no it, was, it was a little bit. Yeah. It was about this size, yeah. about the size of my phone, a little bit bigger, maybe. Yeah, because they still have they have the latest Note out now that's bigger than this. Okay, um, Samsung has overtaken Apple at that time. They were in the small smart uh, smartphone market. Yeah, also had one of the larger and uh, optional, more recent product flops, the Note S seven. A phablet. Is that what they actually called it? A yeah. phone tablet? A yeah. phablet? Yeah. That's why it failed. That's, that's no, not a catchy That's name. not why it failed. No, it failed why it because failed. it kept catching on fire. Yeah, oh, wow. Too hot. On airplanes and stuff. Okay, yeah. that's a problem. Yeah. That's what happened. I yeah. used to yeah. get all the notes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, the serious flaw was a problem with the battery software yeah. resulted in phones catching Burning. fire yeah, on several occasions, including a, on a Southwest Airlines flight. <laughs> Is that problematic? I guess maybe you don't want the you don't want items bursting into flame on a flight. <laughs> I found it fascinating that one of the last times it caught uh, on huh. fire in one of the planes, they just you know the, all the pictures people were filming it and the plane landed emergency landing. How about put it out? Yeah, I mean right. it's just well, it's yeah, sitting on the you floor. It's still there the burning. Web. Yeah, after uh, you get how about a good shot, put it out. Well, was, they do have don't they have fire extinguishers on flights? I, I think mean, they do, right? I thought so. So uh, that didn't go well, but it looks like it would be a pretty good yeah. item. Yeah, if, well, they have the if note. it weren't they for are, bursting into flame. Good? And yeah. they have they have the later a uh, newer edition out. Okay, uh, that worked. I mean, I I'm a Samsung fan, but they. Uh, I know you you don't use the apples, right? No, I do not. Me yeah, neither. and you don't either. But you hate your phone, so maybe you should. That's use because Apple. when That's this thing caught fire, <laughs> I had to switch to the Galaxy S side of things. Okay, where I'm now sad. Yes, I've always had the Apple phones, the uh, the iPhone, but. I mean, this 9 Plus fine. is great. Yeah, that's what I, I like got. It. 
Mine is perfectly perfectly fine yeah, for yeah. what I what I don't use right. it for. Oh wait, I got the S eight plus. You got an S eight or S nine plus? Oh, I gotta mm. catch up to you then, huh? Uh, all right, at number forty nine on the list, we have this: the Super Train. Uh, it just looks like a sign for a Super Train. It doesn't wow. look like an actual Super Train, but. When NBC's NBC Super Train premiered in 1979, it was the most expensive TV series wow. that ever aired. Yeah. Wow. I don't even remember hearing about that. Mm-mm. You remember this, Jeffy? Uh, no, I do not. Set aboard a nuclear-powered train that travels between New York City and Los Angeles at speeds nearing 200 miles an hour. The show's production required a model train... A uh, model train set that cost around $3 million in today's dollars. <laughs> dollars. Right, I mean, today, $3 million is a drop in the bucket, right? You're not, you're not even getting the cast. Right. You're not getting the no, train conductor for $3 million an episode. <laughs> the model crashed during its first demonstration, and the show as a whole soon followed. Uh, debuting to poor ratings, negative reviews, Super Train was canceled after just nine episodes. The most expensive ever aired. Wow. That just goes to show, though, that... The most money that you spend on a TV show or a movie, that doesn't necessarily translate to being good. No. And, and that, we see that all the time. Yeah, and, and again. All the time. Yeah, we do. And, and again, mm-hmm. I mean, look at back then, it was the most expensive ever made. But now, today, uh, obviously, we spend you know more money than that. But mm-hmm. we, the shows we have available to us are tremendous. Oh, you yeah. Could, I mean, you could go find these super trained shows if you wanted. You, mm-hmm. you know, you could find them if mm-hmm. you wanted to watch them. But why? We are. We have. Yeah. We have so many good shows. So many options. I love it. Between Netflix and Amazon and Hulu and NBC, ABC, CBS, Fox, all of the venues we used to have, all of the cable stations. Another upcoming network now is uh, Paramount. Oh, Paramount really? Network. Yeah, they're starting to. Are they doing develop. original programming? Yeah. Wow. Everybody's doing original programming, and Netflix is spending you know five or six billion a I year know. on it. What pisses me off, though, is because we were looking for another new show just the other night, and everything we th- were we were interested in was TVMA. Everything. Oh yeah, it's all TVMA. Paramount, Paramount too. Come on, can't you do anything that doesn't have nudity and the F word in it? Can't you do anything? Apparently not. Apparently they can't. I, I'm trying to think if I've Dad, ever asked myself Jeffy? that question. Are you looking at Jeffy for programming <laughs> suggestions? Jeffy, I, I need was, something I was, rated G. What do you got? That's a question you've never contemplated. I, I have not. Right, okay. I have not. I, was, well, I think uh, I just sat with, through that show with my kids and not one time did the F word. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's, that's about where I'm right. at. Right. Well, you know, people who aren't godless animals have pondered that question before. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. All right. No. Yeah. As a godless animal... You, you wouldn't relate to that. Thank you. So, uh, <laughs> you know, and people who want family-friendly fare, maybe they want to watch it with their kids. There's scant little, man. I mean, there's almost nothing. We watched with our 18-year-old daughter uh, once upon a time, and that was pretty good. Yeah, it, that's pretty good. It, it was that's harmless. Good, I was, I was, for the I was most forced part. to sit through a bunch of those episodes. I liked it. My wife loves it. Yeah. I liked it, and, and it was it's meaty because it's... And my daughter, six yes. series and it's, right now. Six right, seasons. Six seasons. I think six or seven. There's seven. No, there's, yeah. Actually, but we didn't watch the seventh because it's on Hulu. And so uh, I'm like, yeah, no, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, they completely yeah. changed the premise of the show. So I think uh, that's the last one, too. But it was good. Yeah, sure. seventh season yeah. is the last. Uh, all right. Failed product number 48 mm. of all time. 
Eons. From the company eons.com. I don't even know what this nice. is. It's a social, social network for baby boomers? Social media site. Holy cow, that was founded in 2006? Boy, that took off. Okay. Uh, in July 2006, monster.com founder Jeff Taylor launched eons.com, social network for baby boomers and other internet users over the age of 50. Hmm. Uh, according to surveys conducted by Pew Research, an estimated 32% of seniors... Uh, over the age of 65, use the internet Internet at the uh, time of the website's launch compared to 86% of young adults, 18 to 29. So while the share of seniors on the internet has doubled over the last decade, Eons failed to gain traction and was sold to Crew Media in 2011. And nobody still has ever heard of Eons, yeah, I mean, the I'm social sure some, network. I wonder if some of their technology was used in you know, Twitter or... Or uh, maybe because that's uh, early. Some of the, yeah, this is way early. Yeah, two thousand six. And, uh, and, and eons.com, mm. It's a domain is parked. Please con- use the contact oh, wow. form to contact administrator. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's available for you. Okay, looks like so somebody could take that and just run with it, run with like it. the wind. At number seven, number forty-seven on our list, Mars needs moms. <laughs> One of the biggest product failures of all time, released in March. 2011. I remember the big the the big uh, launch of this. The Disney movie. Disney movie. Yeah. Mars Needs Moms <laughs> grossed 6.9 million in its opening weekend. So, oh no! It had a budget of 150 million. Just a little. Yeah, it's just a little bit. Fell just short. Just, just <laughs> short. It's made 6.9. Cost 150. Uh, film critics partially blame animation studio Image Movers Digital for the film's box office failure. The movie was animated using an expensive motion capture process. Um, according to one viewer, the movie looked downright creepy. Image Movers Digital was closed after the studio wrap production of the film. They did one movie, and they're done. Yep. Huh. And it's one of the biggest flops of all time. Wow. The motion capture. I'm gonna... Here's something that kind of surprises me that it didn't work. At number 46 on the list of all-time failures, Lifesaver Soda. Mm. I've never heard of it. Mm-mm. I would have liked to have tried this, me I think. Me too. Yeah, me too. You know, I'd tried Lifesaver's orange flavor, or strawberry flavor. Um, Butterscotch? Yeah. Ooh. Uh, it was introduced in 1995. Though Lifesaver Soda tested well in focus groups, it failed to gain traction with a broader consumer market. Many attribute the soft drink's failure to the prevailing perception that it was liquid candy. <laughs> the soda was available in some of the candy's popular fruit flavors, including pineapple, which doesn't sound good to me. No. Pineapple drink? No, thank you. Orange punch. I would have liked that. Yeah. Grape punch? Yeah. Lime yeah. punch? Yeah. Uh, but it didn't work. I wonder if Mr. Soda Collector, world-renowned Stu Breguier, has any of these. On his I shelf. think I we would have heard about it. I think so, did. too. Yeah. Well, I don't remember ever it. hearing yeah. Lifesavers. So. I, I don't think so. Uh, product failure number 45 <laughs> on USA Today's list. Mobile ESPN, which debuted in 2006. Wow. I think they're trying this again, by the way. I think they've relaunched this. I mean, it doesn't really need to. Uh, <sighs> but they tried to capitalize on the desire of sports fans to have access to sports stats, scores, and video on the go. Uh, it required, though, users to buy a specific phone, which would include access to ESPN. Yeah, we, we the are. mobile phone ESPN offered cost 400 bucks, and then the service was 40 bucks a month. 
Right. Wow. So now, I mean, now you you just have an app. A free app that does the same thing. Right. And and now they have rolled that out. Right. And it works fine, and everybody loves it. But it didn't cost forty bucks a month. But I'm saying it's not even ESPN that I use for for up to the minute sports scores. I mean, that that, what what is it? But they have it too, though. Um, Yeah. But Disney spent 150 million on this venture. 150 million. Wow. And it went absolutely nowhere. You talk about not having the foresight to see where that market was going. Yeah, that's, boy, no kidding. It's a huge flop. But in 2006, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Way ahead of its time. I, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. where we're at now. Yeah, there weren't apps and stuff yeah. like that. Twelve years ago. Mm-hmm. Wow, amazing. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Radio Network. 888 Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Saves 84 tweets. Uh, going down the clickbait rabbit hole today, huh? All right. I'm in. Well, yeah, we are, except yeah. you don't have to click yeah, on it. Just We're listen. taking care of all that for you. Relax. So <laughs> sit back and enjoy it. You don't have to click on a thing. Uh, Andy GT1979, the company Kick Toy Jeffy, gets a new nickname. Godless Animal Jeffy. Seems appropriate. Doesn't it, though? Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> company kick toy. I love that. Uh, struggling Lumbee. And who doesn't? Tweets really? Everybody. Who does? Everybody loves it. Uh, Mars needs moms for those twenty-year-old child sex slaves that were sent there. <laughs> right. That's why it was so creepy. Well, because it took twenty years to get I there. Know. They were. I think they were trying to obey the speed limit, the earthbound is speed there, limit. Yeah, is there an earthbound? Speed? Yeah, it's like fifty-five miles an hour. They tried to get there, and it took them a while. That's ridiculous. Everybody knows once you get outside the asteroid belt, you can right open you, it up. You put the pedal down. Come on. All right. So we're going through uh, the fifty worst product flops of all time. Some of these just didn't work. Some were dangerous, uh, or nobody wanted it, or didn't see it. Uh, at number 44 is a $100 million wow. video game called Too Human. And it failed to live up to its expectations, I guess. Became one of the worst flops in video game history. Whoops. A legal ruling eventually removed the game from the marketplace and forced Silicon Knights, the game's developer, into bankruptcy. Wow. $100 million they lost on that. Wow. That hurts. That hurts. hurts. A lot. I don't care who you are. $100 million, that hurts. That hurts. Uh, At number 43, the biggest flop, Betamax. I remember this. I do, too. Sony put this out in 1975. It was was an alternative video cassette format. It was actually better. (laughs) A lot of people Uh, said that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, didn't the government get involved with that? And... uh... Kind of yes, imposed the VHS uh, I, format. I, really? Yeah, I think the government chose, right? Instead huh. of letting the market sort it out, yep. the government chose, and then uh, they went belly up. Wow. Um, so Sony introduced the Betamax format in 1975, one year before JVC introduced the VHS VHS tape. 
when uh, while Betamax tapes had yeah. superior resolution and sound quality. Sony refrained from licensing its technology to other manufacturers, in turn limiting the variety of movies available on the format. They got cocky. Meanwhile, JVC licensed its VHS technology to any interested manufacturer, and they wound up uh, winning that war. Yeah, cheaper you remember to make. You'd go into video stores, and they'd have the beta section and the VHS section, and that beta section would get smaller, smaller and smaller and smaller, until it just completely gone. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Forgot about that. At number 42, Lisa. Not the woman, the uh, computer. And there it is from Apple. Ugly, wow. but ugly little thing. Look at that. Uh, introduced in 1993. This was a pet project of Steve Jobs, I believe, right? Mm. He named this after his after his daughter. Whoops. And yeah, I think so, but if I'm trying to work. remember the one Steve Jobs movie, wasn't this is this the one that he made it seem like he was making it just to so he had a product? Or was that the other one, the box? That was the, the box. Box. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it was designed as a high-end personal computer with graphical user interface for business customers. The Apple Lisa took three years and fifty million to develop before its release in '83. However, the computer's jeez, oh, no, don't ten thousand dollar price tag. Oof. It was actually you save five bucks on a ten thousand dollar bill. It was ninety nine ninety five. <laughs> Here's your five dollars back. Congratulations. Um, equivalent, roughly equivalent to $25,000 today. So if who's ever paid $25,000 for a computer? The government? Uh, yeah, probably. Uh, but it just priced itself out of the market. After selling 100,000 units in two years, they discontinue it, discontinued in 1985. And those slots on the front of it are not for CDs. Those are for those giant square yeah, those floppy discs. Floppy discs. Yeah. Jeez. Wow. Uh, number one, number 41, um, S&W Mountain Bikes. Smith & Wesson Mountain Bikes. Look at that. <laughs> I've never heard of these. They were introduced in, in 2002 by gun manufacturer Smith & Wesson. They should revisit this. I guess they've been making police bicycles for about 20 years, and then really? they, they thought, hey, you know, we do this pretty well. Let's uh, introduce a yeah. mountain bike. It failed um, because the bikes were too far beyond the scope of the Smith and Wesson brand and what most Americans yeah. thought of it as. They makes, thought of it as a no gun sense. manufacturer, makes right? No sense. You guys don't make bikes, you make guns. And it didn't work. Weird. Uh at number forty, Dreamcast from Sega in nineteen ninety nine. Sega. It's a game console. Uh Sega was I the dominant player. A lot of people forget about this. I still have one. Uh, you still have a Sega? I have. I've got then one of these casts too, I think. Oh, you do? You I've got, got the this and the original, uh, and the, I think I've got one or two Sega control boxes, yeah. That's kind of cool. Mean, we, uh, these were great. So this came before the Nintendo 64 and Sony PlayStation. Um, it came out in 1999. Had, uh, I mean, it had some interest at first, but the system never quite kicked into gear. No. They didn't sell that well. They were discontinued after just over two years, yeah. and then the PS2 was released, and that kind of shut everything. Right, down. and everybody had the everybody, uh, you know, had the Sega boxes, you know, with the Sega punch-in boxes, and mm-hmm. with Sonic. I remember, I remember, stupid kids playing that darn Sonic, Sonic the, the Hedgehog, Hedgehog game. And oh, we played Jurassic that all the time. Park. In the 80s. There was a Jurassic Park one that was mm-hmm. great. Yeah, I mean, that was, it was fun. <laughs> yeah. 
It was fun. I mean, they're nothing like today. No, because today, no, 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 no. Not even close. Everything's, it's a whole different world no, now. Correct. But it was fun at the time because that's what we knew. That was the best. That's yeah, what was time. available. I mean, Pong, to me, was a miracle. <laughs> it had one paddle on one side, a paddle on the other side, and a ball in between, and it bounced that. around. You don't remember Pong? No, sure. Pong. Surely you a, don't. No, I know. Was a, what was that? <laughs> 70s? And I... I still have my pong. Do you? Uh, I, oh, I don't nice. know if it hooks Do you up have to anything. The, is, is it, is it the, and again, I never saw one in real life, but I just remember you know, being uh-huh. told about it. Did sure. it have the, the console that would sit between you? Yeah. So, you, you know, mm-hmm. each, each person. Mm-hmm. So I got to play with my right hand, not my left. <laughs> you beat me on the left hand. Uh, <laughs> wow, I didn't I mean, know that one. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at number 39, Laserdisc. Oh, yeah. A precursor to the DVD. Huh. Huh. Uh, it didn't work. No, the people weren't fans. No. Uh, let's see. The product's numerous drawbacks outweighed any benefits. Couldn't record TV shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a problem. Which is because that, that's an important feature. You want it to record TV shows. Uh, they were also relatively expensive. Introduced mm-hmm. in the 1970s, LaserDisc made a brief comeback in the 90s, but failed to gain traction then, too. At number 38, Hot Wheels and Barbie computers. Oh, wow. Ever seen one of these? I don't think I ever saw them. I think I have, no. I bet that's worth something. Mattel put out these uh, toy computers. 1999, they had entered a licensing agreement to sell Barbie and Hot Wheels computers. They'd be manufactured and sold by Patriot Computer Corporation. Uh, The move was part of an attempt to reconcile the declining sales of Barbie dolls and the growing sales of software, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but it had all kinds of flaws. And so they Patriot devoted a bunch of time and resources to, to fixing and replacing broken computers, drove it right out of business. <laughs> By the following year, after the, the year after they released it, they filed for bankruptcy. Oh, that's tough. See, and that's like Smith & Wesson making bicycles. What are you doing, Mattel? I know. That's stupid. Making computers... I mean, it's like Stupid. McDonald's making healthy food, you know, like, you know, poop salads, Thank for you. example. Right? Thank you. When will people learn? <laughs> Stick to what you know. Stick to what you do. And just do that really well. Uh, I remember, do you remember Crystal Pepsi? Yes. Our number 37 failure. Oh, I didn't like that just this. Make, that, didn't that just make a, yes. some kind of comeback here yes, lately? Crystal yeah. Pepsi yeah. did? Yeah, it came out briefly. Really? A couple years ago. I guess it sold pretty well initially. But then people lost interest, and it was discontinued after two years. <laughs> yeah, I think it just made a comeback, though, because I think really, I think my wife bought some for Stu because uh, he wanted some of the Crystal Pepsi again. Hmm. And I think that it was, uh, I think we reached a point of we remembered it better than it was. Oh, I, yeah. Didn't we test that out it might on have been Pat that. and We Stu. tested yeah. something out. I don't know if it was the Crystal Pepsi, but I know my wife bought it because everybody uh, was looking for it at the time, huh. and she ran across some and, yeah. and and bought it, and it was just yeah, like... What did it taste like? 7-Up? Uh, yeah, it even, looks like 7-Up. Yeah. Or did it taste like Pepsi? I don't like even think it was that, yeah. Wow, look at this. I just got an eBay listing. See, no one's going to pay this, though. Taylor just G-chatted this to me. Uh, someone is trying to sell a bottle of Crystal Pepsi for eighteen thousand dollars. Oh, I've got one. I'll sell to you for ten ten grand <laughs> right now. That. Wow. Stop it! It's got a. Is it a two liter? I'm sure. Plus twenty five dollars shipping. Oh yeah, well, you can't so after, you're not going to give you free after, shipping after you pay the seventeen grand. Uh, you got to throw in another twenty five bucks. Come on. <laughs> okay. I mean, good. Good try. Yeah. Let's, no, thank you. Let's watch this one. Shall we, Taylor? <laughs> I mean, you could ask, right? Don't, yeah, you, you can know, ask. Everybody can say no. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, number 36, biggest failure of any product in America, um, Mego from Nokia and Intel. Uh, unlike Windows Vista, this is another operating system, um, but it wasn't necessarily a flawed product. By most accounts, the operating system just came at the wrong time. Not long after it was introduced, the operating system was dropped by then Nokia CEO Stephen Ellup oh, yeah. in favor of Windows uh, Phone 7 operating system. So, I are still even sitting know. out there. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, Microsoft just showed up and said, uh, use us. As Microsoft often does. Use us. Um, Otherwise, we're going to steal it from you. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> In uh, uh, number 35 on the list is Nintendo's uh, 1995 portable game console, Virtu- Virtual Boy. Yeah. What in the world? That's I do kind of remember that. That is weird. What is that? It looks like a it sets on, it sets on looks like a boat engine or something. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Weird. That's ex- you know, that's exactly what it is. It's exactly. <laughs> that's why it never worked out. That's why this is number 35. It was virtual reality, though. That's why it looks so complicated, because it was. Um, it the com- company like discontinued engine. it, though, yeah. in less than a year, selling just 770,000 units. Well, that doesn't seem like that. That doesn't seem bad. Uh, it's known as one of the company's worst failures to cut costs and reduce battery drain. Nintendo used only black and red shades, which bothered some users. Using the Virtual Boy also caused eye strain. Oh, no. Which led Nintendo to include an automatic shutoff me- mechanism. Weird. That didn't work out well. Then there was Quickster from Netflix. Oh. And that's a DVD rental service that was started in 2011. Um, oh, yes. Before it was as big and you know streaming as it is today. Because yeah. we forget sometimes that Netflix didn't always dominate the internet like it does now. It was, you know, they sent things to, in in the mail to you. Uh, and it took a while for them to get all kinds of movies up online. Yeah, Hastings was, you remember, uh, Hastings was really mad about this. Yeah. I remember his. That's a big thing. I remember his uh, his uh, memo or his, uh, his, whatever he wanted to call it, his letter that he wrote after they had this. Mm-hmm. And he had to cancel it because they canceled it early. It said they discontinued like a month after. Yeah. After it was announced. Because. Uh, nobody understood it. Everybody thought they were going to have to pay more for it because they wanted to break it off. He wanted to break it off. In, he was right, actually. But they he wanted to break it off into two so that they could just eventually make the DVDs go away because he knew they were going to just go away. Yeah. And then just focus on streaming over here. And if you wanted both, you paid more or you wanted the other. Right. But and this, people went nuts. They went crazy. And they went right. crazy. So his, his, the month later when he scrapped uh-huh. it, his letter was almost like, um, yeah, we're going to scrap this idea because you people are too stupid <laughs> to understand what I'm talking about. I mean, that's pretty much, he didn't say that, yeah, but, but that's it what close. it said. Mm-hmm. I remember yeah. that. He was pissed. Yes, he was. Yeah. Cause he, cause he, all he wanted to do was just break it in half. So, so cause he, the DVDs right. were going away. Right. He knew it. They're going, have a nice day. And they did go away. Yes, they so did. Wait, so if he had gotten his way, Instead of us saying, hey, you know, do you have uh, Hulu? Do you have uh, Amazon Prime? Do you have Quickster? We'd be saying that. We'd be referencing shows that are on Quickster instead of Netflix, correct? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Anyway, he was just, know. it was just, uh, uh, it was. Anyway, it didn't work. No, it did not. No, it did not. Thus, it's on our list. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let me tell you about Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition. We love this stuff because, you know, you can get. 
We've been studying kale a little bit this week because uh, I hate kale so much, but I, I get that kind of that and more in the field of greens from Brookhouse Nutrition. Um, but the types of kale are marked by color. I don't know if you're aware of this. Mm. There's green kale, white, purple, or bluish green, uh, oh, and leaf shape. Yeah. Kale the contains stuff is the best. Kale <laughs> contains lutein, a nutrient that helps create the plant's color, and lutein helps keep eyes and vision healthy. And so if you're not getting all of that, mm-hmm. like I wasn't, then you need to get Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition, and then you'll get all those nutrients in your body and have better eyesight in the long run. Every scoop gives you a full serving of organic fruits and vegetables, pre and probiotic, boosts your immune system, antioxidant power. It's awesome stuff. Just put just put one scoop into eight ounces of water, your favorite drink, your favorite shake. It's that easy, and it really does taste great. Just sweetens your drink. Go to BrickHousePat.com, try Field of Greens, get 10% off a month's supply when you use the offer code PAT. BrickHousePat.com. Pat Gray. Unleashed. The Blaze Radio Network. Gray Unleashed. 888-900-3393. USA Today compiled a list of the 50 worst product flops of all time. We're going over that. Uh, These either didn't work. They might have been dangerous. Nobody wanted them. They didn't sell well. Nobody went to the the movies, like in this case Hmm. of uh, Keanu Reeves. 47 Ronin. At number 33, biggest flop. Mm-hmm. This movie cost uh, $225 million to make. Wow. And it lost $150 million. Oof. Wow. So it made $75 million on a $225 million budget. I remember this movie. I, I remember seeing it come out. I, I didn't know what it was about, though. It's stupidly named I'm not 47 Ronin. What does that mean? And so nobody went, I think, is what happened. Um, but yeah, I'm not a huge Keanu fan. Although he was, you know, okay in the Matrix, right? He didn't have too many, didn't have too many speaking parts, and maybe that's the key to a that's Keanu the key. Movie. That's the key right there. That is the key. Oh, uh, at number 32 on the list, Microsoft Bob. Wow. I don't. I'm not familiar with Microsoft Bob. <laughs> that's why it's on our this? list. No, I don't. I don't think I do either. It came out in March of '95. It was intended as a simple, easy-to-use OS interface. Hmm. Bob presented the desktop as a house with familiar objects corresponding with different computer applications. Clicking on the stationary lying, clicking on the stationary lying on a desk, for example, opened the word processor. Despite its simple appearance, Bob required more processing power than most home computers. Uh, and it was considered too expensive, poorly designed, overshadowed by the release of Windows 95 later that year, and it was discontinued in about a year. Have a nice day, Bob. Bye-bye, Bob. Take care. What a stupid name, too. Microsoft Bob. That's just dumb. Uh, HD DVD. 
from Toshiba in 2006. Blu-ray's succession of the DVD was not preordained before Blu-ray was the dominant medium for video HD playback. DVD. It competed with HD DVD. Uh, essentially the same product, but it was effectively taken out to pasture in 2008 when Warner Brothers announced it would only support Sony's Blu-ray format, and then Toshiba was out of business, at least on the uh, the HD DVD. I think I I still have some boxes in the garage that have been moved about 18,000 times, and I've spent a fortune moving them that have mm-hmm. never been opened, but I believe I have an HD DVD player. Hmm. Really? Yeah, I think I do. You got a... A player? I think I have an HD DVD player. Huh. And, and I don't know that it, I, I, I can't remember if we had one or not, but I, I remember them. Because I remember thinking they were, you know, they were they looked great. Yeah. And then and then it was the, uh, hey, idiot, Blu-ray. Yeah. Well, now it's not even Blu-ray, though. It's mostly everything's digital yeah. now. Isn't it? I mean, d- does anybody go out and actually buy the copies of the movies anymore? Very rare. I think it's pretty rare. Very rare. I mean, we I have a you know we've got a couple of couple of Blu-ray players, uh, you know. That, yeah, we do too, that, but we play, never use them. That can play DVDs and mm-hmm. CDs, and mm-hmm. uh, you know if you want to run it through your television or not or whatever or your or your Bluetooth speakers, mm-hmm. but uh, very rare. Very rare. And a lot of times we buy them. If you buy them, if you're out at say like uh, Walmart, mm-hmm. uh, they just go directly to your Vudu account, streaming. So you oh. don't even have to open them. You just bought them for the. The streaming, you know, so you have the hard copy, but they never open. We what if you? Open them. Hmm. But but I want to revisit something we've talked about in the past. Have I not created a Jeffy scam? What if you return the movie? What happens to your streaming? I don't abilities? know, Keith. What would happen when you do that? Why are you looking at me like that would accidentally? <laughs> well, because I figured stay you would have tried it by now, account. and I would hmm. like to know the verdict. Yeah does does it delete the? The digital? Absolutely. Of course it does. Sure. Don't question <laughs> what their plan is. All right. We won't even explore no, that any further. No, that would be, uh, that'd be... That'd be... A lot of people would say that would be wrong. Uh, really? Who? Uh, anyone uh, you know? I know. Uh, those are, no, the, not anyone, those know. are the really picky people. And thank you. You know what I mean? Thank you. Uh, all right. We got the top 30 products that have failed in this country of all time coming up in a sec. But first, we want to give you a, a, a quick... Update, because I think it's been about a week since we looked in on uh, Pico the shark. Oh, what's going on oh, with Pico? Pico? This is this is the guy they tagged off the coast of Texas. Okay. And he was swimming around in the Gulf of Mexico. And then all of a sudden, he's in the North Atlantic. Yeah. And they don't know of any other shark that's ever done that, that's taken that 4,100-mile journey. Yeah, and you're you're omitting the part where he flew across the peninsula that is the state of Florida. Yes, he did do that. And there there's his track right See there, his the initial track. And so, obviously, what happened was, a uh, just like in, in Jaws Revenge, mm-hmm. this, this shark was pissed off at some Texas family who moved back east. <laughs> and he followed them because this time it's personal. He actually saved some time. Was a, a hurricane probably was yeah. coming through the Well, he got it right. He hitched there. a ride. Yeah. It was yeah, almost he, like Sharknado. Yeah. Put out his, he swam up on shore, put out his uh, fin, and uh, hitched Blew a ride. across the peninsula. Across yeah. Florida. Yeah. Uh, we heard it was a truck that just oh, threw okay. him in the back and took yeah. him across. Dumped him Listen, in don't be surprised if that actually happened. Right, I know. <laughs> What's he been doing Now, this is his current so? little thing here, Look and he's this. just zigzagging all over the now place. Now he's just lost his mind. Well, he just, 
He's just uh, cruising around. I think he's screwing with us is Again, what he's doing. There's a couple of possibilities. One, right. he's just trying to throw that family that he hates so bad and he's going to eat. Yeah. Trying to throw them off the track. Probably. Like, I'm not here after you. I'm just, just over here. around. Don't even worry <laughs> about over it. over here. Come on out in the surf and Nothing see. Don't worry about I won't be there. Or... This is just what sharks do. They swim around, you know? They look for food. <laughs> okay. And they swim around. Oh, but they, uh, but sharks live is, in the ocean. Yeah, they live in the ocean. He's unique. And they swim around. No. I, I, I think that's kind of what he's doing right and they, now. And they build houses you know? and they, where they're, no, wherever they're born. They don't build any houses. Whenever they're born or hatched or however mm-hmm. the hell sharks become alive. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's where they stay, right? Whenever they the build a house. Sharks become alive. Man, that you're just your fountain of knowledge is just <laughs> spilling out of you right now. <laughs> wow, that's impressive, Thank Jeffy. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you well, for I, that. Genius. That's, 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 that's what I'm here right. for. <laughs> we got the top 30 product failures of all time. Coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Hi, it's Pat Gray. Thanks for listening to the show. I want to tell you about another show that I think you're going to like. It's The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Check it out now, wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Pat Gray is here. Hi. On The Blaze Radio Network. And uh, welcome. 888-933-93. Been talking about the 50 biggest uh, product flops of all time. We've got 30 remaining. We'll get to those in a second. Uh, we mentioned this last night on the news and why it matters. This Michigan state representative <laughs> who has finally apologized now after making all kinds of just racist comments. Now we hear that people make racist comments all the time. And then you hear the racist, com- racist comment and you're like, that's well, not a racist comment. Stop it. Right. Uh, <laughs> this is a racist comment. Well, this you, is, there's this, no, there's no guesswork call, on this one. Call somebody a, a dog? Uh, no. No, it wasn't. <clears throat> uh, she, she was heard, uh, she's, fortunately for her, she's black, uh, so she re- received no repercussions Still, though, I don't know. Still, this is bad. She was heard telling voters not to vote for the Ching Chang. Oh, what? And the other thing, and vote for me, don't vote for the Ching Chong. (laughs) (sighs) Wow. Wow. Come on. Okay. How do you survive that? Honestly, I don't know. I really don't know. Come on. We had ESPN was putting heads on spikes for for putting a chink in the armor. Right. Come on. When they weren't even talking about that. They didn't even know about that. They weren't even referencing anything to do with anybody Chinese That's or Asian. ridiculous. She uh, also doubled down on the comments later when somebody said, Hey, uh, did you, did you, what did you call them? And she said, I called them ching chongs. That's what they are. <laughs> Wow! Can you believe Come on. it? Can you believe it? I so, cannot. I mean, that's something that you would say as a, uh, a a racist joke to prove that someone is racist, right? I mean, yeah. it just it's mm-hmm. yeah. Now, so far, finally, she got so much flack for this. She finally did apologize. She said, "I humbly apologize to Representative Chang." 
her husband, Mr. Gray, not me, uh, and to the broader Asian American community for these disparaging remarks. In the divisive age we find ourselves in, I should not contribute further to that divisiveness. I have reached out to Representative Chang to meet with her so that I may apologize to her in person. I pray she and the Asian Asian American community can find it in their hearts to forgive me. I'm sorry she did not write that. No, no way. No way. There's no way. But somebody, you know, she okayed it and they, they really, because she knows. You're darn right. You're in trouble. You're in trouble because that's just flat out racist. Someone no way around calling it. their opponent Ching Chong didn't write that. So bad. So bad. She, I've reached out and I hope and pray. That by the way, Chang defeated Scott mm-hmm. in the primary. It was so close. 49 to 11. <laughs> so <laughs> it may be that you know yeah. the comments backfired on her a little bit, fortunately. Good. So she got what she had coming to her, um, and she lost the election. Just, I mean, that's amazing. I, I can't remember a time of clear-cut, absolute racist, in-your-face stuff, um, you know, outside of neo-Nazis uh, in a long, long time. I haven't seen anything like this for a no. long time. That's crazy. Because everybody don't, doesn't, you know, most reasonable human beings know better than this now. Mm-hmm. You just know better than that. And, and it doesn't and happen anymore. Feel that way. And they don't feel they don't that way. feel that way. Nobody, right. you know, it's right. rare. In, in, back in, and then we say back in the day, but in the past, mm-hmm. uh, years ago, people felt that way about immigrants. So, well, yeah. And, and the, and, and, you know, and they, they were treated differently. In the 1800s. We, yeah. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. it was just bad. Mm-hmm. And it was bad in today's eyes, for sure. And it was bad for everybody. I mean, everybody, yes. even the Irish, Germans. Oh, oh, yes. If you were white, you weren't exempt. If you're Italian, you were treated this way. Yeah. It was bad for everybody. They hated you if you came from a different place. Right. Which is kind of weird. And you are identified as that. Very strange. But, uh, but uh, beyond just her. Racist comments. Mm-hmm. When asked about them, she repeated them back. It's yeah, yeah, that's what I called her right. that, because that's, that's what, what she are. is. <laughs> I mean, that's, plus, that shows how clueless she is about where we are in society Boy, right no now. Kidding. Right? And the numbers showed that, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. She got her ass good. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, let's go to Shane in Texas. Hey, Shane, you're on the blaze. How you doing today? Doing good. Good. I just want you to know that Mattel computer you were talking about a little earlier Mm -hmm. is not a toy or was not a toy. I bought one for my nephew for uh, becoming potty trained in 2000. It had a Pentium processor. Wow. It had the uh, uh, stereo speakers you could plug into it. It Mm -hmm. had learning software. That was back when they packaged all that stuff. Yeah, together. That's pretty cool. And, that is cool. And I spent a little over $2,700 on that puppy. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. For your nephew? Yes. Shane, I just wow. I just became potty trained. Oh. <laughs> that's actually, uh, if you'd like to. <laughs> that's debatable. I, that's debatable, I, Shane, okay? I, I know you don't need to spend 2700 but a couple thousand's fine. Don't believe him. He's not potty trained. <laughs> He's not. Uh, well, um, I'll tell you what, Jeffy. I, that's that's nice to know, but uh, I've got a high definition DVD player up in my house. I, I think right. He's gonna keep it. Thank you. All right, thanks, Shane. Appreciate it. Twenty seven hundred. Have you ever that's spent that kind of, of money change. on peripheral family? Not in a million years have I done that. Well, that's a lot of money for a nephew. Wow, that must be a rich uncle right there. 
I mean, uh, not, I know a lot of wow. your family, you know, d- deceased, being from the mean streets and didn't make yeah, it they're, out. They're all dead. Now. So I don't want to make fun mm-hmm. of, mm-hmm. you know, your peripheral <laughs> right people that didn't make it. But yeah. I mean, what kind of cheap uncle are you? Very, very cheap. In fact, who buys presents for their nephews and nieces? Well, no, I got too many them. kids to worry about that and grandkids. Yeah, that's the problem, right? Too I mean, many people right. to to. Oh, okay, I'm going to buy a present for my nephew. Hey, your nephew just became potty trained. Great. Good. Here's a card. Way to go. Yeah, I'm not giving him a card. <laughs> oh, I'm, yeah. I'm not giving him a card. <laughs> not even a card. Uh, I might give him a fist bump. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's a $2,700 computer he got from his uncle for getting potty trained. What about birthday and Christmas, man? I know. That's yeah. good living. Jeez. Wow. And he was Holy being cow. nice, right? I mean, that, that's a, you know, yeah. he probably, you go out and you think, oh, you know, I'll get him that. And then and they start totaling everything and he's like, how much? <laughs> No, I think the guy, I mean, you know how much that is when you're going out for a, a Hot Wheels computer. Know, you know, that's, that's a pretty special that's computer. pretty sweet. I know, it's nice. <laughs> uh, Chad in Ohio, you're on the blaze. Hey, how's it going? Good. Hey, I uh, just want to let you, know, you guys know that I had uh, one of those Sega Dreamcasts as well. I actually still have it in the garage. But yeah, I think I do too. Really? Why, wow. So cool. The reason why I called about the, the flop is, in my early teens, about 10, 11 years old, I had a Panasonic 3DO. It was one of the first oh, wow. game systems that came out with a disc. And I was the only one that I've ever heard of in my circle of friends or family that had one. Panasonic. So I don't know mm. technically if it, was a, if it was a flop, but mm. it didn't come out with very many games, and not everybody had one. Was it, was it good? Yeah. Did it, I mean... Would it have good graphics and all that, or? Was... Oh yeah, it was. It, it rivaled, I would say the the PS2 for that time. Hmm. Wow. You know. Mm-hmm. But it was earlier than the PS2 because it was right after the Sega Genesis came out with that part that you could put in the top that had the disc player. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that. It oh, came yeah, out the adapter. Around, or, yeah. Wow. It came. Yeah, it came out around that time. So it looks like so it came out. It looks like it came out in ninety three, ninety four ish in there somewhere. Does that sound right? Yeah. 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 It's yeah. And uh, all my friends, you know, when they would come over, we'd play it, and they had no idea what it was. And like, I have no. My mom just picked it up somewhere. I have no idea where she got it for. Huh. It was a Christmas present. Nice. But I don't know if that company was a was a. If that game system flopped or how they did, but they just there was there wasn't very many around, and I didn't see mm-hmm. too many in the stores. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate it. Thanks, Chad. I don't, I don't it, think Panasonic is a big video game player. No, and it says here, according to their reports here on the the uh, information uh, website Wikipedia, mm-hmm. that uh, it was just it was canceled in uh, in '96, uh, just discontinued. They only sold a couple million units, and they just stopped making it. Eh, have a nice day. We're done. Not amazing that a couple mil- million units is a Not failure. Enough. That's a failure, right? Wow. Okay. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. All right. At number thirty on our biggest uh, product failures of all time, Arch Deluxe. And just as a side note, before we get to Arch Deluxe, I, I was scrolling down at the bottom of the Wikipedia page. It was mm-hmm. the nineteen ninety three product of the year. Wow. Panasonic's that that 3DO. And Taylor wow. tells me it's 700 bucks is what it costs. Wow, you're yeah, paying 700 bucks for that. That's a lot in 1993. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah, but I mean, what were we paying for the Segas? I don't know. A few I don't hundred. I mean, yeah, I think were, less than that. Yeah. 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 Um, McDonald's 
introduced several failed products throughout its 60-year history, but not, none of them were as monumental as the Arch Deluxe. <laughs> introduced in 96, <laughs> it was marketed as a more uh, gastronomic hamburger with a grown-up taste. One commercial featured a child unable to enjoy it, <laughs> stripping its toppings oh, to good. satisfy its unrefined palate. That's good. Always, you always want uh-huh. people not to like your yeah. food. Hey, your kids aren't going to like this. Uh, it's gross for them, but you, you'll like it. Trust us. The Arch Deluxe's advertising budget was estimated at $200 million, Wow. Uh, the most of any fast food product at the time. However, the approach failed, and sales of the Arch Deluxe missed the $1 billion expectation for its first year, and... It was discontinued. I bet. Yeah. No more Arch Deluxe. No, I mean it's, it's pretty much a a proven tactic, and and that you want people to uh, in commercials be liking the product that mm-hmm. you yes. that, that you're trying yeah, to sell. That's really strange. That's a weird way <laughs> to is. market it. Um, then there's Maxwell House Brewed Coffee, our number twenty nine failure. Really? From Maxwell House, introduced oh, in nineteen ninety, pre brewed coffee. Sold in a carton with a picture of a hot mug of coffee on the packaging. Uh, <laughs> okay, so obviously uh, it was already made. And isn't that kind of, I mean, That's, don't you want fresh coffee, like fresh brewed? Yeah. A lot of people isn't enjoy that kind it of that thing? way. Yeah, I mean, there most people enjoy it that way, I should say. Uh, for a product marketed for its convenience, this uh, was problematic uh, that you had to store it in the refrigerator. And it was lined with foil and could not be microwaved. Right, that's the problem, right? So you had to put it in another yeah, container yeah. to microwave it. And if you're going to take the time to pour it into another container and microwave it, why not just brew your own or <laughs> you know use instant? So it was discontinued Plus, uh, this is before, in less than a year. This is before. This is something they might think about bringing back because this is before everybody was on the iced coffee kick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it might be a, something you could revisit, Maxwell House. You're welcome. Just a, you know, an idea from me. Another food product at number 28, uh, Kellogg's Breakfast Mates. Ooh. In 1998, they put out Breakfast Mates, which was an all-in-one package containing a serving of cereal, a right. small carton of milk, and a plastic spoon. Yeah. <laughs> what? The product was designed as a time saver that would appeal to busy families with uh, two working parents. The stated convenience of the all-in-one packaging did a little to save time, largely because uh, traditional cereal is already relatively convenient to consume. Yeah, you yeah. go get the box, you pour it into a bowl, you get the milk, you pour it in the bowl, See, you've already you're made, done. Yeah, but you, you, you had to do two things there. <laughs> what a two dumb th- product. <laughs> Who thought that up? Uh, to make matters worse... The product's $30 million ad campaign sent a mixed message depicting a family eating the supposedly portable cereal around the kitchen table. Wait. (laughs) Right. That's awesome. So That's awesome. There was no point. Came out in 98 and was discontinued in 99. And uh, you can't get that anymore. So uh, Darn the luck. Darn it. I was just going to go get me a package of that. All-in-one breakfast mate. 888-933-93. Let me tell you about a super convenient and super successful product um, that was developed by Wayne, who uh, couldn't find lip balm that would uh, protect his lips. And he continually got sunburned lips to the point where he developed cancer and had to have his lower lip removed and replaced. So 
by about 2010, he was producing his own stuff because he couldn't find anything that worked for him. And his wife finally said, Wayne, go try to sell that to other people. It's great stuff. And he did. Well, eight years later, it's in over 3,000 stores nationwide because everybody loves it. Yeah, and it's SPF 15 to protect those lips. But Carrie took this uh, to the water Mm -hmm. park yesterday, and she wanted me to report back that it was 97 degrees. Mm -hmm. Everything was great. And it didn't wind up a gooey mess in her pocket. That's great. Awesome. Um, And while it's available in over 3,000 stores nationwide, um, for you, our Blaze listeners, they have a special offer. Go to bombshot.com, use the promo code PAT, and when you buy a two-pack, you'll get a third for free, and so on, up to the six-pack. If you buy the six-pack, they're going to throw in a free baseball cap for you. So you buy six, you get a free cap, plus it's free shipping on all of it. Balmshot.com, promo code PAT, B-A-L-M-S-H-O-T.com, Balmshot.com. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray returns. Uh, Jeffy, you're troubled over there. What seems to be the problem? You're reading a story and a you look, face. you just look troubled. Well, I mean, we What's can, the problem? We can, uh, uh, you know, wait if you. I've got a few other stories we can talk about today, but this one in particular, former NBA NBA star Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I love him, right? I mean, he's a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Lakers, the the, the, the hook mm-hmm. shot, the, you know, superstar. Um, in an August 14th editorial for the Hollywood Reporter, um, the NFL or the uh, NBA Laker legend said that NFL players are required to stand for the anthem, mm-hmm. just like pre-Civil War slaves are expected to sing during their work. Oh my gosh! Oh are my you gosh. for real, dude? Are you serious? Currently, I mean, the song. Excuse being- me. We're the pre-Civil War slaves, paid ten, fifteen. $20 million to sing? No! For them... That's just so asinine. Lyrics it's... like Land of the Free don't accurately represent the daily reality for people of color. This guy is still on that. He's still harping that. Does he know slavery ended um, like 150 years ago? Does he understand that? Dude, join us. Not just in the last century. The one before it. Uh, come on. That's unbelievable. And I there's mean, a guy who's uh, taken advantage of everything this nation has to offer as well. And the globe. I mean, yeah. he's, I mean he's a, a, an Olympic medalist. Yeah. Right? I think, wasn't he on the uh, the the great Olympic team of all time? Mm. I don't know if he was or not. It does, but I, I, I don't think so. Wasn't he before that? I don't know. Did he play I, on the 92 team? I don't know if he did. Yeah, he played before that. So he wasn't. No, he wasn't on that. But, 92 Dream Team is what you're yeah, talking yeah, about, yeah. right? No, he's too old. Um, uh, but come on, man. Seriously, that's just asinine. And, you know, look, I, I get that he's still trying to be relevant. And, you know, I get it. I, I wow. understand. And you got to, I guess, you know, you have to fit in. But I just, I can't. I can't. It doesn't make any sense to me how you can feel this way. And, you know, I know I'm a, I guess I'm a white hater. They uh, love their you're com- not. 
No, you're not. For them, lyrics like Land of the Free, and I said that, they, they love their country but want their country to recognize the suffering that occurs when it isn't living up to its constitutional promises. Mm. Um, it's madness. But we, but we are. And you mm. being able to sell your services, which is your talent, mm-hmm. to a professional team, mm. and you be provided a salary for that um, is the, one of the American. Yeah, Kareem never played on an Olympic team. He passed. Yeah, okay. He passed in 1968. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to. And I think probably for this reason he doesn't. He, oh, that's very you know, possible. That would it would be my guess. I'm not going to play oh, for this country. Hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. What a douche. I mean, come on, man. To compare what's going on with with these NFL millionaires, millionaires to slavery. First of all, they're paid for what they do. There's no slavery involved there. Secondly, it is the guy's business. He, you know, like Jerry Jones, for instance, owns the team. It's his team. It's his team. And it's his decision whether or not he wants his employees to do certain things on his time. And you can be mad about that. And you can say, okay, well, I'm not going to play for it. But then you know, okay, okay, don't then go somewhere else where the owner will either let you protest as you please or go protest on your own time. I don't see any of these guys. Ever doing that? Oh, it was maddening this last off season. I know we're into uh, you know preseason now, yeah, but and all the protests that we saw, maddening the NFL players. Malcolm Jenkins was everywhere oh, yeah. protesting all over the place. Well, and, and except out, for not yeah, at all helping out the community too. Right? Yeah, except for not oh. at all. So don't come to me and tell me that you just believe it's in just, this cause so much. Shut up. This is so frustrating to me. Oh, Henry in Ohio, you're on the blaze. Hey, Pat. Hey, Keith. Hi. Good to hear from you. I'd never been on with you before. I love you, Jeffy. Mm-hmm. That oh, nice? That's thank right. you. Henry. Jeffy doesn't believe you. you. He's waiting for the other shoe to drop, Henry. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Uh, no. It's, it's all good. Uh, mm-hmm. You guys were talking about the Arch Deluxe and what mm-hmm. a flop yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah, yep. 20-some years ago, I was a young pup, and my first job was at McDonald's at that time. And I ate. Wait, you didn't expect to work at McDonald's your entire life and be paid uh, $150,000 a year? <laughs> no, I was quite happy with my $5 an hour I got back in the day. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, Arch Deluxe is the big thing, and they marketed that completely wrong because I ate it a lot. Because I loved it because it had a Dijon mustard sauce. Oh. Instead of marketing oh, it as good. a adult burger, mm-hmm. they should have marketed it for its um, dietary uh, action because it would cause an evacuation <laughs> oh, man. of everything you've never even eaten yet. Oh, no. Really? <laughs> it was <Did> bad. It. <laughs> so that, that Dijon sauce was that good. <laughs> it was so good that you would have to have more before you could even digest it. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was it was huh. quite... Um, I wonder it was quite if bad for the young kid who had to clean the bathroom. Yeah, Yo, no man. All right, thanks, oh, Henry. I wonder if that contributed. It's possible to, to its demise. Yeah, it's very possible. And, and that's he's not the first uh, former McDonald's employee that has had problems uh, working With there food? and then having eaten their food mm-hmm. a lot for mm-hmm. two or three years consecutively. Right. I mean, I've talked to a number of former employees who have get torn up by the food. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, at number 27 on the list of the 50 biggest uh, product failures of all time, the HP Touchpad from Hewlett Packard. Mm. It's a tablet computer. 
And it was their attempt to compete with Apple's iPad. Uh, they unveiled the device in mid-2011 with an extremely costly advertising campaign. Uh, by late summer, however, stores like Best Buy were sitting on excess inventory and HP began offering steep discounts. <laughs> Many discounted touchpads were sold at a loss and it's estimated the company lost hundreds of Ooh. millions on the product and all. Hundreds of millions. Ooh. Hate to be the designer of that product at HP. Uh, you're probably probably not at HP anymore uh, if you were the designer of that. Uh, let me tell you about Earth Water. This is uh, really good stuff. It's a 100% natural beverage that can put much-needed missing nutrients back into your diet. What I love about it, though, is it just tastes like water. You can't tell the difference. Um, over 70 trace minerals. It's really unique. It'll boost your energy level. It helps rebuild your immune system, reduces your stress level, improves your memory and focus. It helps remove toxins from your body. Plus, they are so different, and it's it's unlike anything else on the market that's uh, out there right now. And you also have an opportunity to become a ground-level participant as an affiliate in the Earth Water Affiliate Program. Um, when you become an Earthwater affiliate, you're given an opportunity to share your unique ID link with others, and you reserve your position in the network marketing tree with the direct-to-market model when it's launched later this year, and establish yourself as an Earthwater brand ambassador. They're going to pay you 40% weekly commission nice. on all orders placed by your customers. 40% to join Team Earthwater. Go to theblaze.teamearthwater.com. TheBlaze.TeamEarthWater.com. Join today. TheBlaze.TeamEarthWater.com. Pat Gray. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Versus the Chicago Bears in Moron Trivia. That'll be fun. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to have Moron Trivia back, and it's going to be most Mm -hmm. importantly fun to have football back. At least college football. Yes. I cannot. I mean, I know we... I beat up Kareem, and I beat up the NFL players for kneeling, but I want football so bad. I do, too. I just missed it. I do, too. Two weeks from tomorrow. Uh, BYU starts their five and zero run to start the season. Yep, yes. I mean I know that's what you're telling yourself. at the end of the season. <laughs> yeah, that's what you're telling yourself. <clears throat> if they can just start one and zero, I'll be happy. Just start one and zero. Let's start there. Who do they open up with? Arizona. Oh yeah, yeah. I, they got to they got to win that game. Have to. Well, I that mean, game let's be sets honest. the stage for the whole that season. Does set the yep. no question. Yep. The first two yeah. games are critical because it's Arizona Cal. 
So you got to beat both those guys. You have to beat those and, two teams. And any way you can. Uh-huh. Doesn't, it doesn't have to be big. Uh-huh. It doesn't have to be a pounding. Just but you win. have to walk away with the win. Gotta no win. question. Absolutely. I'm on your side here. Yeah. I'm on your side here except yeah. for the 5-0 and thing because I'm not going to eat any underwear. <laughs> but the uh, – I mean – They got to go into that to. Wisconsin game 2-0. and They have to. Because otherwise, I mean, the I mean, even one lost. and one is questionable into Wisconsin. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, because I, I think they got to go two and zero, and we'll see. Uh, they but narrowed they, the quarterback. If you've been following, and who hasn't right, who been has following not? the quarterback battle? I mean, they've been battling back and forth, back and forth. They had uh, since uh, they had the one guy that uh, was injured, and now he's back. <laughs> yes, and they had actually uh, they got that's the true. new guy that's battling, and he looks good, and he does. And so what do you, what's the, the coach it's a to tough do? Decision, you know, it's a they, tough decision. They narrowed we're, it we're to those, him play it out. They narrowed it down to those two guys: the okay. one who was injured and came back, okay, and he looks good. Then they got this new freshman phenom who looks really good, and everybody says this guy makes throws nobody else on the field can. Hmm. So we'll see who they choose. It's just whether or not they can they have the guts to go with a fresh a true right. freshman. It's tough. Kid's eighteen years old. It's tough though. So it's hard with that schedule. But with that schedule, mm-hmm. uh, if you're thinking to yourself, you know, nobody's seen him. Right, you don't have a lot mm-hmm. of tape on them. Right, uh, mm-hmm. now's the time to get them in there and right. let's let's make a run. Yes, and exactly. if something if something goes wrong, you got the you have the veteran on the sideline there and come in. That's what I'm thinking. Wait, wait, I mean, wait, wait, wait. I'm just Best I, I'm just thinking worlds. out of the box here for, as a coach. Best of both worlds, yeah. right there. Serious question. I so, like it. Wait, one of the two is uh, Taysom Hill. No, right? no, no. Taysom's, no. It, Taysom's with the New Orleans Saints. Oh, not now. him. I meant who threw the Hail Mary against the Nebraska? Tanner Mangum. Tanner yeah, Mangum. he's one of the. He's one of the two. That's what I meant. Yeah. Oh yeah. boy. Yep, he's Here one of the two. Here we go. Yes, and but he's they're saying he came back buffed. He's <laughs> he's ripped. Yeah. He lost twenty four pounds. He looks great. Oh. He's never played better. We'll Probably see. Th- I mean, he we'll knew, he knew his job was on the line with the young punk coming in. Yeah. Better believe it. Well, you know what the good news is is that now your season won't completely fall apart when whoever your starting quarterback gets hurt because now you got a solid backup regardless. That's true, right? Seriously. Plus, you know, they they had four that were going into this competition. Mm. They had another true freshman uh, who was just back from his mission, and they had Bo Hodge. I got a red shirt. Here, Are you? Do you know who Merrill Hodge is? Uh huh. Okay, yeah, he's a former NFL player, yeah, big ESPN man. commentator. Uh, his son is playing at BYU, and they just moved him from quarterback to running back because he he didn't win this competition here. Okay. But and his use dad's him. pissed. <laughs> Merrill is not happy. Really? And he was talking about it. Oh, nice. You got audio? On BYU Sports Nation. So they had him on BYU's TV station saying all this. <laughs> This thing is weird, you it's know, weird. that you do that. I, I mean, mm-hmm. they, they'll claim it's a that they're maximizing his talent, but I'd claim it's a waste of talent. Yeah, I don't think it's a smart move, and I don't know why the linebacker coach is even a part of the evaluation, unless I'm missing something. Because because the linebacker coach is also the assistant head coach. That's yeah, that's what he's missing here. <laughs> oh, okay, that's what you're missing, Merrill. And so they're that they didn't move him to linebacker. They're no, moving him back they to move, a running right. back. Yeah, yes. yeah, okay. But okay. he's trying to make it out like the linebacker, linebacker coach, coach doesn't yeah. know what he's doing. He's the only right. one that seemed to know about. It. He told Bo not to say anything. Mm-hmm. He said then he says in the public mm-hmm. setting it was widely known. Mm-hmm. Then he says on social media it was it was obvious that he was going to move and Critchlow was going to be the the future of BYU. And then when you realize Ed Lamb recruited Critchlow, then you start to smell. Mm-hmm. It doesn't smell it starts, good. Doesn't smell you good. Know, coaches like that to me are weasels on staffs. Weasels. You don't have staff wow. To do that. So he's calling coaches weasels on staff. He talks about how dumb they are, how bizarre it is, how stupid they are. Wow. But he's, you know, he's a dad who's pissed I about know, but that's, his son. 
It's not cool, though. No, and not look cool. what happened. Uh, look at all the battle they had with um, oh, who's the guy that his son went to Texas, and they, and they had the. I mean, they've had lawsuits, and he was the ESPN announcer, and now he's out. Oh yeah, the uh, co- former quarterback. Uh, 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 anyway, but yeah. I mean, he was the same way, yeah, right? I mean, yeah, he was questioning everything, calling yes. the coaches dumb, calling them dumb. No, he was, wasn't it? The, it was and the they, running back at SMU, right? It was. Uh, the guy Craig who was James, right? Craig James. Craig James. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Craig James. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. It happens. It does. It shouldn't. Though. These these parents should know better. No, you're not especially making it, these guys. You're making it really tough they on your know son. Better. Yeah. It's, Come on. It's not good. He's he, you know I he's been that way through his whole career. Obviously, the kids had to <clears throat> had to uh, you know perform. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, look, I understand. Mm, I know. I understand. You got a son. <laughs> Who played football? Yes, and I and I understand when they're coming up and it, their future is so bright and it's mm-hmm. so big. You want them drafted? You absolutely do. Yep. And you want you want everything to happen perfectly. So when you hear things like "Oh, they're going to redshirt me," you know, "I'm going to be," "I'm not going to play," it's like, oh. mm-hmm. and you know, stuff like the little things mm-hmm. like that. But in the end. You got to roll with it. Got, it's the team, mm-hmm. you know, right? You're there for the team, like in, like it, it, in the. If given a choice, my son Elvis played for well five years. Really, I mean, he made the joke of six year senior because the NCAA <laughs> gave him an extra year, but uh, because of an injury. But he started for four years, right? So, but really, mm-hmm. given a choice, you really don't need to start for four years in college, especially not on the offensive line. No. Like you're, you need to play, like Elvis. you need to play like the last two years. Yeah, a junior and a senior, and then go to the NFL. Because if you play all four, your body's torn up by the time you get to the NFL. He was. He was killed yeah. after those five years. He was but, torn up. But on the flip side of that, you're there for the team. Yeah. And you you, you have to play. Right. I and mean, that's what you're there for. Yes. You want to play. You want to perform. You want to do your do. You want to you're an mm-hmm. athlete. You want to perform. That's what you're doing. That's what you're raised to do. Mm-hmm. That's what you're good at. And so, you know, that's a tough call. I mean, I understand. It is. But you just can't. You can't. That that's not right. Yeah, it's not cool. That's not it's right. Not cool. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. What else do you have for chewing uh, the fat? Oh man, we look. Southwest Airlines mm-hmm. uh, made the news today that look. The headline says only cats and dogs are going to be allowed for emotional support on Southwest Airlines. Well, but except as we go on, uh-huh. um, I think they expanded it just a tad. They did because now it says that uh, in beginning in September, you only get one per customer. Okay. So I, I don't know. You can only have one <laughs> support have one. animal. One support. You're kidding. I know. Me. I don't know how people are going to fly. And then, uh, so I can't bring my horse and my dog. No. You got to pick, man. No. Wow. And they've got to be on a leash or in a carrier. Why the at hate? At all times. Why the hate? And what's funny that you mentioned the horse because the headline <laughs> says cats and dogs, but Southwest says uh, and miniature horses will be allowed. <laughs> miniature horses. And miniature horses will be allowed on Southwest. Flights. It wasn't in some ambiguous gray area. They actually wrote that. That's correct. Yeah, miniature oh, horses. God. Yeah. Okay. All Only right. dogs, cats, and uh, miniature horses. I swear, if there's a miniature horse on my Southwest flight next time, and it's w- going to get ugly. Where do they Where do they put the horse? Where do they put the horse? Is the horse in the uh, aisle? The horse is on a leash or in a carrier, but Pat. Don't you understand? Aisle. That's what they carrier. said. That's unbelievable, man. Yeah, That's there's a lot of miniature horse carriers. Fun. You ever buy one? <laughs> no, I haven't, actually. <laughs> you seen one? No. Yeah, it's called oh. a room. Hmm. 
It's called a barn. A barn. Thank you. (laughs) I mean, miniature horses are smart, and they're nice, and they can guide you through with it. Sure. Well, and they're there for, obviously, emotional support. You need a shoulder to cry on. Yeah. Hoof to hold. Right? Mm -hmm. But you're going to have to... You got a mane to hold. You got a wet nose to touch. Sadly, you're going to have to choose. Yeah, between my miniature, my, my horse... Which do you choose? And my dog. Which and there's choose? no birds now. They don't allow no birds. birds. Any other, and no. <laughs> Why the hate? No emotional sport birds. No none birds. of that. Think about this. None of that. No little tiny <laughs> bird. I mean, you want to talk about <laughs> Southwest horse, yeah, cracking down? Horse. Cracking down now. They're they're cracking down. <laughs> so I, you know, I don't know if, if you need help and you want to fly. I don't know how you're going to do it. Who's to say that your your horse is any better than my bird at emotional support? Well, Southwest Airlines. See? Okay. Southwest Airlines. You got me it? there. Yeah. And it's their airline, so. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Thank you. That horse better be on a leash, my friend. Okay? <laughs> oh, Otherwise, you're getting out. Sure. Okay. And obviously, it's going to have to be in the aisle, right? You can't. I don't think. Now, even though it's called a miniature horse. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They're still uh, fairly big. Yeah, you know, Those don't fit under the front seat. No, they, they don't. They don't sit under the free seat in front of you. That's why I'm wondering, where are they going to... It's got to be in the aisle, right? It has to be. It has to be in the you aisle. Take it. You can't yeah. take up seats with I would a say, horse. Well, I would say that you know, if you if you buy a ticket for your horse, God bless you. He can sit next to you. Or she. Do they buy tickets for I the animal, so, though? No. I don't think so. No, that's the whole deal, right? Right. You want to come on with your... Uh, the, mm-hmm. the animal is my support, and we're as one. Mm-hmm. So no, they don't. I would. I, I would do you have to have paperwork from a physician? Yes, they did say that okay. they're going to have to start. Uh, right. You know, the people do have to document that it's an actual. Up until now, you know, people were. That's saying, reasonable. It is. Up until now, people would be able to walk on. You know, with their with their panther. Mm-hmm. This is my emotional support panther. <laughs> uh, this is my emotional support turkey. You know, okay, and they they okay. really couldn't say too much, right? Yeah, but uh, now you do have to have some sort of actual paperwork that says that you have some sort of condition that needs your support animal. I like that. Yeah, I okay, mean that good. that's fair. Yes, uh, that, that is fair. Especially However, if you're going to bring a horse gonna, on a flight, I want to know that it's prescribed by a physician. Uh, but I'm writing a prescription right now for a. Uh, Shetland Pony, hmm? and uh, you pick this up uh, over at Walgreens. Walgreens has barnyard. Oh, yeah. Doctor, hang on. No, you got to go to the barnyard section at Walgreens. Well, I can't even read what you're writing, so Doc. Funny. I want a prescription <laughs> for a miniature horse. So yeah, bad. yeah. How do we do that? Somebody I help us out. One. You have a good doctor. I'm going you to go get tell one. him. Go I'm tell going him you to need get it. one. Yeah. yeah, I want him to just write me the prescription. That's all. It's <laughs> just I'm going to turn it in. See if the insurance will cover it. Yeah. Yeah. The insurance is going to be so great. Yeah. Because uh, you know, those things are expensive. Horses are expensive. Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah. You think dogs and cats are expensive, man? Try feeding yeah. a horse. I know. Well, I mean, upkeep. We'll, we'll ask housing. Amber, we'll ask Amber what it's like to oh my. have to feed a horse. Oh, my. Oh, we don't have one. Why would you? <laughs> oh, that's right. I meant I'm way in the future oh, ahead well, of you. How would Sorry. she know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm confused at why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why don't you doesn't get make any. <laughs> so. Big news, and I'm not sure why this isn't everywhere. Uh, hmm. There's uh, over in North Carolina. Uh, there was a UFO uh, caught on video, mm-hmm. uh, flying over a lake, and I'm not quite sure why this hasn't been everywhere. And people have questioned it. Possible that it's government uh, government shutdown, mm-hmm. government secretive shutting it down, blackouts. But over Lake Norman in North Carolina, uh, a man caught a. UFO flying over a lake, and he was pretty scared about it. And in the last few seconds of his, it goes on for about a minute, and then he gets so scared he has to 
has to get out of there. But you can see it over the lake here. Mm-hmm. And he's shaky. He's trying to get up and get as close as he can. He's still kind of shaky. Man. Oh, yeah, because it just stopped yeah. in the sky. He's pointing. And, see, and then now he's see it off in the distance. He can't. Yeah, why can't he? You see that? Yeah, go, keep, yeah see? keep still if you would. Well, he's scared. He's scared. And then he all of a sudden he realizes he's too scared. Okay. Okay. Um, there see. it is. You see it all off right, in the distance. Oh, yeah, that's it. That's all, that's all, that's all I can get of it. I got to go. Uh, so, so I'm waiting so, for you to tell me what it is. What was it? Come on. What was it? Was it was an unidentified flying <laughs> object. What are you talking about? Really? We don't know it's what it was. Gotta be a drone. Stop it. It was a drone hovering over that. Okay. Whatever. What? <laughs> are you. Jeffy actually whatever. thought that was a UFO video he had. Yeah, I was waiting did. for him to tell us. I, I thought there was a. I thought it was going to no. be. And then the guy comes on the camera and goes, oh, I'm so embarrassed. It was a drone. But Jeffy's no, like, I'm no, saying there was government was a... cover up. That's a UFO. Why have we seen, heard about that? I don't know why. I okay, would, I, don't I don't know. I don't know either. To the audience, I apologize. <laughs> I mean, okay, all right, well, good. Wow, thank you for sharing that. Then you're welcome. I mean, I I don't think you believed it for believe some reason. What? Wait, believe <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't believe it's a like, UFO. What does that mean? Believe no, what? It was Do you know a, what it is? No. Well, was, then it's an unidentified flying object. Probably a drone. Got us there, Jeffy. Right? It's probably a drone. <laughs> Would be my I wild mean, it's as picky guess. as your. They died on the same day. No, they didn't. <laughs> Date. Same thing. <laughs> it's a UFO. Okay. <laughs> uh, got it, Jeffy. This uh, this actually started making uh, a little bit of the rounds, and I find it. It's, it's called rapping for Jesus. No. And it's a it's a it's a preacher man that's rapping. Now I looked into it a little bit, and it's really it, it, I don't believe that it's real. Is it a drone? Uh, it was made, then? Is that what we're it saying? was made back in 2013, <laughs> and uh, this one the one guy made it and said that he made it for his church group, uh, and, and it we're shutting down. Well, the thing that ticks me off about it is it already has like 45 million views since 2013. 45 million people have seen this, right? And they, it's still up on YouTube. You can still get it. But we're shutting down Alex Jones. But this is left on YouTube. And, I, and I'm sure that this is edited. Uh, By the way, I'll say it again. You shouldn't be shutting down Alex Jones. I, absolutely. Okay? And this should still. I, I, I don't care that this is on the YouTube. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. And, and if, I, if I could, I'd let it play the way I listen to it on my desktop. But uh, I'm letting you hear it just to know that it's edited. But I'll give you an idea after you see it. And it's really, I mean, it's so good. It is good. Okay. All and right. maybe that's why it's still up on YouTube is because it is so good. <laughs> All right. This is uh, the. They claim to be the Dubuque. the church, the yeah, youth the Dubuque outreach program. For uh, the Dubuque. Uh, Rapping for Jesus, it says. Here we go. Well, I wrote this song for the Christian youth. I want to teach kids the Christian truth. Mm. If you want to reach those kids on the street, then you got to do a rap to a hip-hop beat. So I gave my sermon an urban kick. My rhymes are fly, my beats are sick. My crew is big and it keeps getting bigger. That's because Jesus Christ is... Oh, my. Oh, good golly. 100%. 100% N-word. Oh, my. And it's... 
You don't necessarily have to go through the whole thing if you don't He's want to. He's a life changer, really miracle arranger, born to the virgin mom in a manger, watered I, wine. He's a drink I mean, changer, and he died for your sins. I preach the word, that's my gig, and I rhyme better than Notorious Big. All the other MCs, I wish Oof. them well, but if you live in sin, you burn in hell. Okay. All right. He's really. That's something. That's a, right? Okay. Yeah. Now, here, here, come, the mic here comes the wife. wife. She's a fly MC and the light of my life. So the bust the rhyme without further ado. Take it away, Mary Sue. Jesus Christ is my. <laughs> He's the son of the original G. And it goes on for and a couple more minutes. And they repeat. Okay. And they repeat. Jesus Christ is my N word more than more than that. That is bad I, on so many. Well, correct. Levels. No. No. And even. So I mean, it's kind of funny levels. if it's fake. You know. Whatever. I First got of all, it. they're white, and you can't do that. Okay. Right. You even in 2013, you, you weren't. Being, you weren't supposed to get away with that. No, you can't do that. I'm sorry. You weren't. Not in. And, not in 2013. Is and, that one that came out? Yes. Okay, so uh, the, now. Plus, how sacrilegious. I mean, that's just, it's not cool. It's just not good. Don't. I mean, it's they're, so un. They're spreading the word of the Lord. Uh, what do you mean sacrilegious? It's not. I mean, that is, uh, it's just not reverent. That's not, that's not cool. That's not cool. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. All I know is that I can still see that on YouTube, but I can't see Alex Jones, and that pisses me off. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that pisses there me is off. That, there is that. <laughs> there is that. Yeah. I, mean, I really that, and I and I mean mm. that. That does me too. Very very much frustrate me. Yeah, and it, and again, we can we can decide how many how many views does that forty five million. Forty five million. Good gosh. Good golly. I know. Wow. <laughs> That's incredible. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Oof. All right. So if you are struggling with losing weight, and you, or maybe you've been thinking, all right, I gotta, I gotta lose some weight, and you just can't quite get there and get the willpower. Order Riduzone and get some help. Okay, Riduzone can help you. So if you it, Riduzone, first of all, it's a safe, natural, FDA acknowledged dietary supplement. You take it. They've They've taken the good stuff out of olive oil, the OEA that's in it. And that has been shown to boost metabolism and reduce your appetite. With those two things, it gives you a leg up in in the weight loss arena. So if it's just been really tough or maybe you've lost some weight and you want to keep it off, this is a great way to do it. Riduzone.com. Go there now. Enter the promo code PAT. You'll get 30% off a three-month supply. R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E dot com. Riduzone.com. Promo code PAT for 30% off a three-month supply. Riduzone.com. This is Pat Gray. The Blaze Radio Network. To Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Added Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, TJ Toppin tweets: I love the Arch Deluxe. McDonald's should bring it back. <coughs> well, it was a huge failure. Failure. It was number what thirty on our list of uh, most Bad, failed yeah. products of all time. Spent so much money on it and it went nowhere. 
from uh, Shay Something Smart. Is that is that a uh, tribute to Alex Jones? I there? So. And it's slurring the s's. I'm from Michigan. Don't act surprised that there there are disgusting people in the state that give us Jeffy. Uh-huh. In the state that gave us Jeffy. That's a fair point. That's a good point. You know what? Is it? Yeah, it is. is it? I remember that's that. A really Fun good fact. Point. Is, it? is that the racist chick? Is was she from? Yes, yeah. it was Michigan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Millennium Falcon tweets. Though everything is at my fingertips digitally, I still feel compelled to dig through the DVD bargain bin at Walmart. I know. I, I, I got to take a look every once in a while. I've kind of stopped now. Uh, I was for a while. It was you couldn't walk by those things. Yeah. You couldn't walk by the Blu-ray for seven ninety nine, yeah. two for eight, yeah. three for eight, eighteen two for, for five sometimes. Yeah. And, and pretty so, good. Yeah, and and for a while it was you, you couldn't help yourself. I've kind of stopped myself from digging through now, but uh, you know because you talk about I talk about you know you buy mm-hmm. you can buy the new ones at Walmart and then it ends up on your Vudu account. But for example, uh, we were looking through our DVDs the other night because my wife wanted to watch uh, What Dreams May Come. The Robin Williams movie. She loves it. Mm. And she goes, I know we have it. I know we have it. So she's looking through the DVDs. And I'm like, I don't remember seeing it. I haven't seen them down there. And then she's like, oh, you know what? We had that on VHS. So that's been how long it's been since she's actually watched it on our stuff without it being on a movie channel or something. And I was like, well, just, you know, order the DVD from Amazon or something. Get it Mm. here. And she's, I mean, she looked at me like I was, what? I'm not waiting. <laughs> yeah, I, I want like to watch the movie. I want to watch it now. And so she, I mean, she walks back, you know, she's walking back into the bedroom with her phone and, you know, it's mm-hmm. there on the, there it is. It's in our account. And what's amazing <laughs> is you can have it in 30 right seconds. Then. It can be yours. Right Books, movies. It's tremendous. Whatever you want. I it's love tremendous. that. I mean, it's, it's so funny. She looked at her like, what are we, cavemen? I'm not. <laughs> A DV. I'm not waiting. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. All right, we've got product fails from twenty six to number one that we got to get. So we're gonna have to get to them pretty quickly because mm-hmm. we got an hour to get to the to all the way to number, number one. one coming up. Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Hey, it's Pat, and you're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. If you like what you're hearing on this show, then you should also check out the Glenn Beck program. Look for it wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. All right, top 50 product failures uh, in world history. Actually, this is probably U.S. history because uh, I think these are all U.S. companies. And we've uh, we've got all the way from number 50 of to number 26. At number 26 on the countdown is uh, Google Plus. Uh, invented in oh. 2011... It was a social media site. Oh, yeah. Uh, Horrible. Not all product flops are necessarily discontinued. Sometimes, despite failing to live up to company expectations, they linger. Such is the case with Google+. Yeah, it sure does. Social media platform from the Silicon Valley giant launched in 2011 to compete with Facebook. However, 
So Google Plus is supposed to be something that competes with Facebook? Yeah, it was a what? disaster. Does anybody, is anybody on it? Because they didn't discontinue it. They forced it. it on us. No, they Remember? forced us on us. See, yeah. there was a time, see, Jeffy and I G-chat, and there was a time where if you didn't accept <clears throat> the Google Plus thing, right, you, you couldn't, couldn't communicate with the people that oh were... Oh my gosh, It was really? a nightmare for yeah. us for months. Oh. Yeah, it was horrible. Even with a monumental marketing campaign, Google Plus failed to distinguish itself from Facebook, never took off in the same manner. While the site experienced an, an initial surge in subscribers by 2015... Because they forced it on yeah. everybody. Get this. Yeah. Google Plus had experienced a 98% decline. Because yeah, we didn't want the stupid thing. In engagement. We just wanted the other product that you made us get Ooh. Google Plus to use. We. That's bad. That wow. nightmare. And then there was, other, uh, there was an outstanding uh, app for that Gchat that wouldn't even wouldn't even go with Google Plus. So hmm. if you were using that, then there's no way, even with Google Plus, it didn't matter. You still couldn't G-chat. It was agonizing. They've made some big errors that we'll get yeah, to later. I mean, that, it's, it's amazing how that just shows how resilient they are and how successful they are. Yeah, because it can have some flops well, and yeah. still you know, yeah. be one of the biggest companies in the world. And now we're all the way up to number 25 on the countdown. Uh, at number 25, GlaxoSmithKline's Relenza. This came out in 1999. It's an influenza pandemic drug. Uh, the pandemic f- fear that was caused by the spread of avian flu in 99 created demand for antiviral medications. So uh, the FDA approved two flu drugs, Tamiflu, which is still widely used. I just had some, uh, I just took it this year. I think I got the flu hmm. and Relenza. The former has gone on to massive sales yeah. while Relenza one of the worst product flops in the pharmaceutical industry. The powder form of the drug caused respiratory problems in some patients. It was only approved as a treatment for influenza rather than a preventative measure. And GlaxoSmithKline sold just $13 million worth of the drug. By comparison, uh, Roche reported $770 million in Tamiflu sales. <laughs> Just the first half of yeah, this so year. In other words, Just the wow. first half of this year. Yeah, that, wow. that's, that's not. That's yeah. not right. So, that's not overall. And that's and that has a lot to do Jeez. with insurance companies too. By the way, I mean, I, I'm not I'm not saying that mm. the drug wasn't bad or anything, but you know, a lot of times insurance companies will say, "Well, you know what? We'll cover this, and we won't cover this." Yeah, that affects those companies big yeah, it time. Does. Yeah, it does. Uh, one of the companies just did a. Uh, was it a commercial? I just saw one in. four. 5,000 or something drugs works out. You know, and we wow. are, we're always talking about how expensive the drugs are. Yeah. Well, that's why. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they have one big hit out of 5,000 efforts, and it costs a lot of money. Well, why in Canada they don't pay that? Well, these are American companies that yes. are developing all these drugs. Yes. And research and development 65% of all drugs developed are developed here in yeah. the United States That's, what, and that's what ticks me off about our yeah. president going after them, too, yeah. by the way. Yes. Just right. stop it. Relax. Donald. Relax a little bit. All right, number 24 uh, from Microsoft. It's Zune. <laughs> Remember Ooh. Zune? MP3 player in 2006 came out. Um, Microsoft discontinued all streaming, downloading, and other music services for, June, for Zune as of November 15th, 2015. <laughs> In the fourth quarter of fiscal 2009, Microsoft recorded a 42% decline in revenue in its non-gaming device segment, uh, largely attributable to Zune. 
<laughs> nobody, wow. nobody used. Zoom. Yeah, no. I mean, even I I, and we joke barely, around about yeah. me using, uh, you know, Android and Samsung, but I mean, we do have iPods in the house. You know. Yeah. yeah. Right. So. Exactly. Uh, all right. Then uh, Wow Chips from Frito Lay introduced in 1998. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they didn't do very well. Apparently, uh, the chips, which were made with the fat substitute Olestra, oh yeah, marketed as a healthy snacking alternative. Which was ended up being proved wrong, really, right? Yeah, the Olestra stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, all that stuff is nonsense for for the most part. Talk to Stu about that. Uh, it's one of his uh, pet issues. Right. Uh, chips were an, an initial success with $347 million in sales the first year, the most of any product, uh, new product in 98. But sales slowed when the unpleasant side effects of Olestra started to uh, manifest themselves. Now, those unpleasant side effects included diarrhea and cramps. Right. Which, mm-hmm. which by the way, and, if you were to eat uh, an entire bag... <laughs> Of nacho cheesier wow chips. Speaking from experience. That probably would happen. Oh, my. Despite what they were made of. It's, yeah, yeah. But people but it didn't, took a beating, I yeah, know. Yeah, it took a beating. Big time. People I mean, stopped It was, it was a big scare tactic, yeah. Yeah. Bad. Jeffy, what does happen to someone when they do eat an entire bag of chips? Instead of talking in the hypothetical, uh, have you been there? Oh, of course. Okay. Have you eaten uh, an entire bag of chips containing a Lestra? Probably. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> All right. Uh, also, yeah, this one uh, you're going to recognize a as one. a failure immediately. Just the name. One. I mean, we still mock it today. Yeah. Friendster. <laughs> uh, Facebook, one of the biggest corporate success stories in recent history. Unfortunately, for every success story, there's at least one flop, uh, as in the case of Friendster. The site's users suffered through slow page loading. Uh, the company's developers failed to scale up when the number of subscribers spiked. Ultimately, competitors like Facebook just provided a much better user experience. And uh, while it was introduced in 2002, it actually didn't discontinue until mid-2015. Yeah. Can you believe that went for 13 years? See, and that's the thing, right? Wow. Like, like, Friendster was still there, and they're trying to do their thing, and MySpace and all this stuff, and we give mm-hmm. Facebook all this credit. But really, Facebook just... Looked Stole at it. those guys and said, "Yeah, they took it." Well, they're not doing that right. We need to do it better. MySpace was huge. Yeah, huge. when Facebook took huge. off, so it wasn't like he invented something completely right. new. Um, in fact, he didn't invent it anyway. The uh, what? whatchamacallit brothers from Harvard did what? Well, the, what are you talking about? Yeah, I know, I know. You know the guys who who got sixty million dollars in the lawsuit. Um, them those guys? Winklevoss, the Winklevoss <laughs> twins. Poor guys, man. When they must look at, at Zuckerberg worth sixty or oh. seventy billion, and they got a measly sixty million out of it, and just be so pissed. And and, and think of that, you're pissed because yeah. you got a measly, yes, right, sixty million dollars. Right. I mean, I I I'd be okay with sixty million, but I might look at I know the guy who took it from me. And think, I know. Okay, come on now. Right. So, uh, the number twenty one failure of all time. Edsel, the Edsel from Ford, introduced in uh, 1957. Uh, they aggressively marketed the Edsel, named after Henry Ford's son. It was to be the car of the future, made available on dealership lots on what Ford dubbed E-Day. Despite the hype, the car was a commercial disaster. It was considerably overpriced, disappointingly not futuristic, and generally just plain ugly. ugly. It was just a bougie car. Yeah, just an ugly car. And they they discontinued production after two years and lost three hundred fifty million. 
That's a lot of money in 1957. Mm. A lot of money. I'm kind of hung up on the fact that someone <clears throat> named their child Edsel. Uh-huh. Hmm. Mm-hmm. We should look into that, too. should look into that, because that's stupid. <laughs> number 20 failure. <laughs> the number 20 product failure people a hard time for of all times. Uh, from Facebook, Facebook Home. I, I don't, I'm not familiar with this. this. Are yeah. you guys? With rising mobile phone use and uh, social media engagement, Facebook decided in 2013 to launch a family of apps that combined all these trends. Facebook Home converts the home screen of a smartphone into the Facebook news feed. While most of Facebook's uh, over 1 billion users log into their accounts on a smartphone, the uh, product never caught on. Early users cited clunky operation. It didn't toggle between Facebook Home and the original phone interface. And there's a bunch of things. Yeah, it it never worked out. I do remember this. It did not go well. Uh, The number 19 product failure of all time, (laughs) the United States Football League. It was introduced in 1982, conceived as a way to compete with the uh, NFL in a different season and provide a more exciting experience because supposedly, uh, according to people like, uh, there was a guy named uh, Donald Trump. No, Trump. Donald Trump. The NFL was boring, right? Although I never found it as such. He said it was. So he uh, bought the New Jersey Generals. Of course. And the New Jersey Generals actually had Herschel Walker at the time. Yeah. Uh, maybe, you know, one of the greater running backs of that time period. And um, he wanted to compete directly against the NFL. You remember that? Mm-hmm. Of course. Head to head. See, that's the deal. I think it would have been. We've talked about this before, as a matter of fact. You know, it's, it's possible that the success could have caught on mm-hmm. had he not wanted to go up against the mm-hmm. NFL. You're not going to beat the NFL. No. In the fall. You're not going to. He's not going to do it. But he thought they could. He didn't want to be considered second rate. And they were. The USFL, you know, whatever you think about it, it was considered second rate. But they had a lot of things going for it. They had the flim and the flam and the flare and everything. And let's go. We got some big names. We're spending some money. Let's go. Let's make the sparks. Let's make things happen. And they did make a splash because they got Herschel Walker. They they had for a time Steve Young. They had some big names. Jim Kelly. Jim Reggie Kelly. White? Reggie yeah. White played in the... I had no Sound idea. amazing. A lot of really good players really played good there. Players. But it really puts into perspective the Trump versus the NFL situation today. Yes, it does. Where I I, I mm-hmm. always think he's just trying to fire up his base when he needs some support. No, he, he's I, got a thing with the and NFL. Then it, then it occurs to me after the fact, oh, yeah, that's right. He's still trying to get back in the NFL, and he's being successful. He's got a thing with the NFL. Mm. Anyway, uh, the USFL folded. In 1985. So, just didn't last that long. Um, at number 18 on our all-time product failures, Easy Squirt Ketchup. Yeah, not <laughs> That's good. not a good name. Not good. Easy Squirt uh, Ketchup. <laughs> I mean, that was the From best Heinz. part of this product. Mm-hmm. The name? Yeah. Heinz. <laughs> it's slow good. That, that campaign with anticipation uh, was so great. So great for them. Um, but ketchup was always uh, varying shades of red to cater to kids who were and still are among ketchup's largest group of com- consumers. Heinz began producing purple, green, and blue easy squirt ketchup yeah. in matching vibrantly colored squeeze bottles. And it was and it was a cute novelty. At first Every, it worked. Yeah, I mean, it was cute. You'd have a little summer cookout or whatever. And, 
Hey, we're going to use the blither green ketchup and ha ha ha. Right. Don't worry about it. It's just the same. And then, you know, mom and dad went inside and got the real bottle. Can we see the picture again of, of the easy squirt? Because mm. uh, when you look at the. Look at those onion rings. Look at the blue ketchup yeah. on an onion. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> but see, that's what I mean. Your, your eyes are I mean. just was, telling you no. Right. It tastes. It probably it tasted did, the it same. Didn't, it didn't yeah. taste bad at all. But part of part of the food experience is, the is enjoyment. Yeah, visual. Yeah. Any chef will tell you that. So it didn't work. Yeah. They should have known that. But it's Heinz. I mean, they recovered from that fine. I'm sure. And and look, yeah, I'm a big time Heinz fan. We, so. You and I both love oh, Heinz yeah. ketchup. It's oh, the yeah. only acceptable ketchup. Yeah, you world. go to a restaurant and there's Hunts or something else no. on the table. I walk it's, out. It's, Don't bring me that slop. I'm taking it to go. Fancy ketchup, even worse. I've Don't always, bring me fancy no. ketchup. I want Heinz. You know what else is a problem? And I've always... I've, I've, for years, have wanted to be a Heinz ketchup police officer <clears throat> mm-hmm. to go into restaurants because you know what restaurants like to do. Some restaurants they like to have Heinz ketchup bottles, mm-hmm. but oh. they use inferior ketchup to refill them. Wow! Yeah, they buy inferior second grade Heinz ketchup police. to fill them. You need to be uh, those restaurants. I would. Yeah. yeah, I want to whip out my Heinz ketchup police badge right? so bad. Uh, right? You, you don't want me to shut this place down. <laughs> I want to <laughs> get those Heinz ketchup bottles off of those tables yep. right now. Now, how do you know that they're they put inferior ketchup into a Heinz bottle? You can tell the difference in the ketchup. It. You can see how it comes out. I don't know if I've ever if I've ever seen that happen. Bad. You've actually you've Bad. actually had experience with yes, that. Yes, I have. Wow. And I've had experience where did you call they them don't on it? Market. Yes. And what they say? Did they admit oh, to it or not? Uh, I don't know. That's what they told me. Uh, oh, did they? That's when you whip out your badge right then. Heinz ketchup police. Freaking lie to this me. This is not Heinz. I want to see the owner right now. You put fancy ketchup into <laughs> and, a Heinz bottle. And then what happens? Bastard. And then mm-hmm. what? another thing that they do, and then mm-hmm. this is why they try to skirt the law, the Heinz ketchup police law, okay. is they, they have just the containers, uh-huh. you know, the unnamed containers uh-huh. that are, have ketchup. Yeah. Well, that, that's Heinz. No. Is it? <laughs> no. <I> mean, <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> That's awesome. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Don't accept a ha anything less than Heinz. Thank you. And don't ever. accept anything other than a realtor from real estate agents I trust dot mm-hmm. com. Um, these are people who have been really vetted by Glenn's team. Are they are they full time agents? Yes. Are they agents who understand how to sell a house? Like they know about the curb appeal and how important that is. They know what the landscape should look like. If if you got a big fat bush growing in front of one of your windows, that's just unsightly and the realtor is going to tell you, yeah, you need to trim that. Trim them. Trim it. What does the trim in your house look like? What does a paint look like? Is it current? Um, the professional staging that needs to be done inside the home and the pictures that you're going to use for the internet. Um, also things like when are you going to list? How much should you charge? And all of those things uh, are important. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there now. We'll introduce you to the best agent in your town. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Pat Gray. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, 
continue to count down the uh, 50 biggest product fails in American history. Uh, we're up to 17. We'll get to that in just a second. Uh, a a three-year-old with an IQ of 171 has been uh, uh, discovered. Hmm. When Natalie and Ben's daughter, Ophelia, joined the High IQ Society, Mensa, at three years old, uh, they knew they'd be accused of being pushy parents. But what's it like to have a naturally gifted child? They said, really, it was about from eight months old that we realized how bright she could be. Eight months old. Wow. That's what my mom always said. <laughs> about what? About who? And then she dropped you on your head, and it's been no, downhill was, ever I, since. I mean, yeah, I, I, I mean, she passed away, but we can't talk yeah. to her about it. That's what she said. <laughs> about who? That you were incredibly gifted. It's about you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> right. Uh, so I guess Ophelia's first word was "hiya." Wait a minute. That's I mean, not a. Come on. That's not a. That's, that's not a word. Wait. Let me see. Hold on. Are they sure Hi-ya. her IQ is oh, not oh, seventeen? H I H I Y A. That's that's not a word. Hiya. Look it up. That's not a word. Hiya. That's a Twitter word. This kid's not smart at all. <laughs> wow. She's got an IQ that's of like seventeen, not one hundred and seventy-one. That's one hundred and forty character word. Come on. Hiya. Hiya. Okay. What do you mean, hiya? That was her first. That's not, not a, a word. word. Maybe, is that is a karate it... chop? Hiya. They should have this chi- this kid checked. Well, they should have her checked. Them? Thank you. Wait, either the kid or the parents, if the parents <laughs> think that that's a word. Right? Maybe the parents <laughs> are the ones that are. <laughs> maybe about... it's not their kid. Maybe it was maybe. separated. Maybe... Has, oh, my gosh. Do we know for a fact that, that Mensa said, come on in? We do not. Hmm. I don't know that. Uh, anyway, the, the mom says it really went on from there. She started saying... She started, she started saying her colors, letters, and numbers quite early on compared to most children. Oh, well, what does that mean? Come on. At what age? I want to know. Mm. Me too. By two, Ophelia was able to remember and recite the alphabet. So, all my kids could do that. I think my kids too. one. I think my kids could too. I'm a- Nine months they were reciting the alphabet. Mm. By two, when Ophelia is reciting They're the alphabet, driving, they? they were solving <laughs> quadratic equations. So don't tell me about Ophelia. Uh, they I'm knew she was, she was above average, having read up online, but it was not until she started at play school that they realized how much more advanced she was than her peers. Well, okay, so she was more advanced than her peers. All okay, right, well, good. Let's see. No problem. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen let's peers see. these days? Correct. <laughs> yeah, Thank right. you. From there, Ophelia took the Stanford Binet test. Okay, here we go. I it's took used that one. to assess children from the age of two on areas like spatial awareness, verbal, and logic skills. Okay, the average IQ score for people of all ages is a hundred, with most people ranging between eighty-five and one fifteen. Jeffy's about. Minus eighteen ish <laughs> on the Stanford. Yeah. On, yes, on the you Stanford, Stanford Binet test. Yeah. You're taking that. Test. Ophelia scored one seventy one. Oof! Wow. Huh? Huh? But uh, so, what are they going to do with her? I wonder. I don't sell her probably. No. One thing that parents. Time. One One thing parents find about this though is it's quite isolating. Yeah. Yeah. It probably yeah. would be. Is that very what you isolating? Found out? Yeah. My, actually, uh, my first wife was always bummed because they wanted her as a child to tour playing piano because she was a really she, a young a child. Yeah, yeah. And her parents would not let her. 
Uh, they said, no, we're not letting her travel and become, oh, really? become isolated. She needs to go to school. She needs to do all this. Yeah. Good for them. And then she ended up with me. So she wished she had traveled. So they did the wrong thing they there. They did the wrong thing. <laughs> Holy I know. Cow. I know. But, I mean. Holy you know, cow. I know. Good I know. heavens. Talk about a trajectory that changed course Ooh, overnight. No kidding. Huh. Whoa, what a mistake those pairs made. <laughs> I mean, they obviously are aware of that now. Thanks. <laughs> are they still alive? I mean, they haven't seen you going to really, really, really incredibly low uh, areas, have they? Hey. Have they seen your downfall? Hey. Okay. All right. Have they seen you do prancer size? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, if you think that was a downfall, my friend. <laughs> have they seen your genius in imitating the fattest person alive? I've, I, well, you know what? Have they there seen were, that? There were a couple of times <laughs> that I was... I didn't know it at the time, but I was practicing for that. Okay. Uh, with them. <laughs> have they seen you, um, or more, more accurately put, have they heard you going to the bathroom on the air? <laughs> you know, uh, they'd have so much to be proud of. Thank you. You know, but. Thank I don't want to show them everything right. that they need to you be don't proud want of. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Notice uh, I said first wife. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. All right. At number 17. Number 17 on our list of the biggest product failures of all time. The DeLorean. Oh, Yeah. How I loved the DeLorean when it was out. Me too. And Glenn had one. And so when yeah. we were in Baltimore, uh, we used to love to drive that thing for about a block and a half before it overheated. <laughs> Couldn't drive. And so then bad. Uh, you always had to have like gallons of water in the back of the car so uh-huh. that you could put it in the radiator and continue your trip. Unreal. Such a badly designed so car. Amazing. I mean, so bad. But uh, John DeLorean was considered a genius in 73 when he yes, left General he was. Motors. And he started his own company, and then you know the big release of the DeLorean. Yep, and he got the he got some big money backers. And, and you know was, you know what it was, uh, if I remember right, like the uh, cooling system was in the back and the engine was in the front or something. So it had to go cir- circulate it, all yeah, that way. So it yeah. had to go all that way, and it's a stainless steel car, so it was as heavy as you could right. possibly get yeah. it, and it overheated all the time. Terrible, terrible design. Looked cool in in uh, yes, Back to the Future. Now this is the car. <laughs> now Back that... to the Future was running on a different engine model. Yeah, Mr. Coffee. Right. Oh right. Yes, they were. So, the, yes, the they John were. DeLorean plan. <laughs> right. But uh, this is the car that Glenn was supposedly driving when he was uh, arrested for drunkenness or whatever, and fought with the police officer, and then was taken into jail. Did I just hear you say supposed to have? <laughs> yes, supposed to have, because that uh, never happened. I was. I was there at the time. This guy describes. Anyway, he wrote that book, and you got a chance. To, I, I forget what that goofball's name is. I shouldn't give him publicity. No, I anyway. can't remember his stupid. But name you actually either. talked to him. him. Yeah, he hunted me down. He finally and gave me him. Down. You gave him bad information. I right? did, and he and it didn't make it to the book. I was very disappointed. That's uh, too bad. I know because really a lot of lies did make it to the book. He, I mean, he hunted me down. I came out of the. I remember walking into the lobby, and there he was. And he made a point of Glenn's DeLorean, like it, it's. Okay, that was a bad thing. That he was so awful. He had a DeLorean. DeLorean. Okay, <laughs> and so did uh, Michael J. Fox. Uh, Hello, not, you're not pissed at him. Hello, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. We will get to the top sixteen product fails of all time next. Gray, the Blaze Radio Network.
Cat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. The DH-106 Comet Airplane is the number 16 biggest product fail of all time. This uh, this jet had some problems. Uh, it was introduced in 1949. It encountered several unexplained fatal crashes, including planes overrunning the runway, and one exploded in midair. It's usually a problem. Oh, uh, that's a problem. Wow. So the comet's reputation uh, turned out to be not that good. I mean, they this... had a couple of bad pilots, and they took it out on the plane. Right. <laughs> so that was discontinued just a few years after it debuted. Imagine getting stuck uh, with one of those. Oh, man. At number 15, Cosmopolitan Yogurt. Popular uh, Cosmo is a popular women's magazine full of fashion advice, I think dating I do tips, remember this. porn, uh, <laughs> celebrity gossip, porn, horoscopes, and uh, porn. What the ma- ma- <laughs> magazine's leadership was thinking when they expanded the brand to the um, dairy aisle, <laughs> aisle of your uh, favorite grocery store, yeah. uh, people didn't really respond as much. Cosmo... No. Yogurt. It was a good thought, really. I mean, I, I know you think about stick to what you're doing and stuff, but it was a good yeah. thought as they, you know, they make a big deal of, uh, you know, your body and right. your figure and how That's you take true. yourself. And here's some it, yogurt that you can yes. eat to be in conjunction I with could your see how they, I could see how they would think that. Yeah, yeah. Cosmo yogurt hurts kids. It lasted, yes. <laughs> it lasted about 18 months. Uh, all right. Persil, Persil Power from Unilever. It's a stain remover. Um, nice. Introduced <laughs> Jeffy's suddenly interested. Whoa, I've got some things. Some of this stuff on. probably really worked. It probably worked so good you'd put holes through your floor. <laughs> the company was so confident that they carried out a three hundred million dollar introduction of it without any formal test marketing. I knew it. Over time it became clear the detergent was damaging clothes <laughs> at high temperatures. After nine months on the shelf, uh, the company replaced it. Right. With uh, personal new generation. It's a stain remover. And in fact, you won't have a shirt left. Wow, that's amazing. That is. Uh, this is kind of an interesting product that, uh, yeah, I can kind of see why this would fail. I remember this one. Harley Davidson perfume. Yeah. What woman is going to wear Harley <laughs> Davidson perfume? That's. You, you, you're going too far out of what people perceive you to be, right? Hmm. Well, uh, yeah. Well, obviously, since this is one of the top fails, yes. But uh, yes. you know, yeah, this is definitely quite a ways away from either your product, who you're marketing to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, although mm-hmm. I think you know, maybe eh, I'm trying to justify their thoughts on it. You know, Harley Davidson and the biker babes, and you know, they want give this to your, you know, your woman that you're biking with. I guess. I guess maybe. It's a cool-looking container, but uh, I don't... It obviously didn't fly. At number 12 on the list, Coors Rocky Mountain Sparkling Water. Now, they talk about the water that makes their beer all yeah. the time, so this yeah. would seem kind of like does. a, I know. You a natural get transition. You can kind of get an idea of where they get it, yeah. Yeah, I can see where they're, they were going with this. Coors and Coors Light are two of the most popular beers in America. Uh, introducing Coors Rocky Mountain Sparkling Water to the public in 1990, they also sought to capitalize on the fastest-growing bottled water segment in the U.S. Uh, It was their first non-alcoholic product since Prohibition, 
The brand name didn't help sell the product, though, as the beer name branding may have confused or even frightened the consumers. They probably thought that Coors Water had yeah, alcohol in sure. it. Sure. Mm-hmm. And they didn't do a good job of, you know, maybe you call it something other I than mean, Coors. It, or just or Rocky Mountain sparkling water, you know, made by Coors or whatever. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Or bottled by Coors or right. whatever, yeah. And that would have... I think their logo on there, you know, just... You can't, yeah, it looked too much like beer. Yeah. It does look like beer. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. They should have come to us uh, oh for advice before they launched that. What is this? I mean, next most of these up. products. They screwed up. We could have helped. helped. We could have helped. Um, then there was uh, kitchen entrees. <laughs> what in the world? From Colgate's. <laughs> okay, you talk about misplacing your brand name. Colgate's kitchen entrees. Mm. Oh. Stir fry if, that tastes like toothpaste. Okay, see, that's what you would think, right? <laughs> the, immediately, the Colgate name would turn you off from a food product. Right. Instead of thinking, hey, I can eat this and then brush my teeth. <laughs> right, that's not what No, no, you can brush your teeth while you're eating supper and save time. Kind of like those little cereal things we had earlier. So it was a whole line of pre-prepared uh, frozen meals. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but In 82, that was that was early of, yeah, the, was. of the frozen meals. Like the, Really early. People were still using the Swanson and yeah. the TV dinners. Hungry stuff. Man yeah. TV dinners. Come a long way on those. We sure have. Pre-prepared long things. Long way. Uh, I'll tell you, when you go to Costco and you buy some of their pre-prepared stuff, it's oh, delicious. Oh, yes. It's delicious. That's what I got a wife for. <laughs> what, to go to Costco? <laughs> yes, and yes. to cook. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. Then there's uh, at number 10, at number 10 on our list, Windows Vista. From Microsoft. Uh-huh. I remember this. I do too. What a train wreck. It was introduced in 2007 as a follow-up to XP. The operating system uh, was everything its popular predecessor was not in all the wrong ways. Yeah. Uh, Vista reduced PC performance, caused a number of internet problems. As a result, Dell began offering Windows XP again on new laptops just a few months after Vista was introduced. It was a... It was a massive failure. It sure was. And so they quickly got rid of that. And all the IT people were like, don't, don't. Don't get don't. Vista. Yeah, every time. Uh, number nine. This is only ninth? This is the one everybody knows oh, about. Oh, oh, oh. New Coke. Right. 1985. Uh, over the 15 years leading up to 85, Coke's flagship cola drink had been losing market share to Pepsi? Mm. Wow, that's interesting. No, Michael Jackson. Right, right, that's right. That was that era. Uh, To compete, the company changed the drink's formula formula for the first time in 99 years. The move today... it paid off. The move today is considered one of the greatest flops of all time, but I'll tell you this, Mm -hmm. their market share has not been eroding. No. It may have been the most genius thing any company's Uh ever done because it made people want the old product back so badly. Yeah, I was nine years old, you know, growing up in Atlanta when this happened, and that city nearly Mm. imploded on itself. I bet. I'll bet they did. Yeah, it's like, hey, let's celebrate our 100 years of a great product by changing it. Mm -hmm. Mm. You were nine in 1985? Yeah. Shut up. So, Jeffy was was 90. I was 10. You were ten. Uh, yeah, I was ten. Five and uh, five. Jeffy so. was five. I'm older than Jeffy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that. 1985. I don't even remember. No. 1985. Really? That's reasons yeah. for that, but not because of your age. 
<laughs> I don't even remember 85. This is a funny product. At number eight on the biggest failures of uh, all time, Touch of Yogurt Shampoo. It's good stuff right here by Clairol. <laughs> you remember? We're getting we're back in the saving time mode. We're in the shower and eating <clears throat> breakfast at the same time. Well, it's so funny uh, that you'd think that, uh, like, I, I, when I first saw this, I started uh, was thinking, man, you know, I bet you this was good for the homeless people. Uh, <laughs> the urban outdoorsman? Yeah. The snowboards would say? You know, cause, yeah. Because uh, this is, you know, good food. But that was the problem. People confused it. Yeah. With, uh, Many you know, consumers were apparently confused as to what they'd bought <laughs> as they were reported cases of people eating no. the shampoo. Wait. How dumb do you Wait, what year? What year is this? 79. Oh, wait a minute. See? How stupid well, that's, do you have that, to be? Okay. I know. I would have figured that was more recent because, I mean, you, you think of us today as a society. Yeah, yeah you do. Wow. Yogurt shampoo, that is really weird. Mm-hmm. It's probably, you know, it might be good for your hair. Do you though. remember uh, beer enriched body on I tap? Do. No, what? Mm-hmm. I do. I like the smell of that stuff. That was good stuff. Huh. And my wife told me, that's going to rot your hair off your head. And I said, okay, I'm not going to use that anymore. Wow. Uh, Way to make a stand. I told her, get back in the kitchen. Uh, <laughs> I'll wash my hair. Yeah, you, you tell my wife that. And uh, let's see what happens. I'll wash my hair with what I want to wash my hair with, okay? <laughs> Is dinner ready? Her. You tell her that. And let's see. I'm going to stand by and I'm going to just enjoy the whole thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm there, too. Better make I sure. Got I'm no there, problem including the 911 I, call. I got no problem because I, uh, no, I won't hurt her. No. I, I know you hurt won't. her. That I fact, know you don't won't. be silly. That's, yeah, you, you won't, she won't be the one hurt. No, I know why that. Would you be, <laughs> why would why you be? Why would you be? Yeah, but when the... Uh, when the EMTs get there. Uh, I'll tell you what had happened when, when you wake up. Yep. Um, all right. Terra Nova is the number seven failure of all time. Ter- oh, Terra Nova TV show. It's strange that this is, this is another big one. It so there's ended- a lot of shows and movies that they've spent a bunch of money on stuff that just bad ideas. Yeah, this uh, documenting the time traveling adventures of a 22nd of the of a 22nd century family. Uh, fleeing a dystopian society for a prehistoric path. I remember watching I this. I too. Hmm. I did watch this. Uh, 2011, huh? Wow. Terra Nova encountered numerous production mishaps. And uh, the pilot of the show... Oh, my gosh. The pilot alone cost Fox between 16 and $20 million to make. Wow. A pilot for a TV show cost $20 million? Wow. Well, you know you're in trouble then. Um, Then they encountered all kinds of production mishaps, filming in Australia, including a flood that nearly killed a crew member. Ratings didn't meet expectations. Show wasn't renewed for a second season. They are estimated to have spent more than $50 million on the failed show, not including marketing. So... Ooh. A lot of money. So you can about double that. Yeah. I think they lost about $100 million on that. Sheesh. Okay. Uh, here's an interesting product, <laughs> which I didn't know existed. Wow. At number six on our list of the biggest failures, Cheetos Lip Balm. This is something that should go back today. Cheetos Lip Balm? Yes. Mm. I believe I believe this would sell today. They were just 13 years ahead of their time. Yes. This came out in 2005, um, and it, it can't compete with Balmshot. No, I didn't say that it could no. compete with Balmshot. I wasn't saying anything no, bad about Balmshot. I know. I love Balmshot. My family, Why are you so, that's the only lip balm my house will buy that. now. Okay? I wasn't saying that you were saying All I'm that. saying is that they should bring it back. Uh, <laughs> the the regular brands like Chapstick, Blistex, Burt's Bees, of course, Balmshot lip balm, yes. uh, sold their products to Americans for decades. Many preferred such varieties of flavors as cherry, mint, uh, which you can vanilla. Get with 
bomb shot. Yes, you can. Um, but a new flavor <laughs> from Frito Lay and Pepsi, uh, Cheetos flavored. I think it should come back today. Seriously, this would sell. Didn't really catch on. I, you know, I don't know if I'd like that either. I would like really? to try it and see what it, ta- what yeah. it was like, though, because that's interesting. Well, that's what I mean. That, it's, a, yeah. it's, a, it's a crazy thing, right? You get the Cheetos, you get the nacho cheese, right. Dorito, you get Doritos lip balm. Yeah. You're welcome. You can use the ideas, Nabisco. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> all right. At number five from R.J. Reynolds, Premier Smokeless Cigarettes. Yeah, these Whoa. sucked. Huh. You tried them? Did you really no, try them? this was back in 1988, and I wasn't alive yet. Okay. But the, <laughs> we just I just know what. You were five I in just, 1985. Something like that. I don't remember. You were yeah, eight years old. Okay. I don't remember. But yeah, these were bad. Smokeless tobacco product that was intended to be safer. Um, in addition to concerns over the product's actual safety, though, smokers missed the familiar right. elements. Uh, the smoke, the burn, the flick. Another issue it. was the widely reported unpleasant chemical taste. Right. I mean, that, you look, that, that's the whole point. What you, what you get in smoking also is the, you know, the... St- you have the pack of cigarettes, and you've got the lighter, and you can take mm-hmm. out the cigarette, and mm-hmm. you light it, and you have the smoke. And, and then, I mean, you smell the like thing. smoke everywhere Ick. you it's go, the whole thing. and it just it's the whole, makes it's the, the whole the whole thing is bad. The though. white wall. No, that's what I said. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was right, saying. Good. Is that it was just bad. Sure. Sure. Just bad. Okay, so they pulled it off the market in less than a year, yeah. and it cost them one billion dollars. That's... Wait a minute. That's about the time they were starting to pay off, uh, mm. right? Yeah, probably right around then. Yeah, that's, yeah. When, that's when they decided, you know, we need to start selling our cigarettes in Southeast Asia. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah. 888 Coming up. We're going to count them down all the way from four to the number one failure of all time. Uh, like many Americans... You probably have a gun at home for personal protection, but when was the last time you practiced with it? Uh, iTarget Pro has revolutionized home firearm training. First of all, I'm not aware that home firearm training was a thing before <laughs> iTarget Pro. Although we had a story yes, we did. several yeah. months ago of a guy who got arrested because he was shooting his gun in his house and it yes. went through his walls into his neighbor ho- yes. neighbor's house. Not a good idea. No, no, kind of dumb. You think that, a wall would stop a bullet? No, no, really. Oh. No, nor does a book. So don't try that or either, because like yeah, we, the YouTube kids did, they shot a uh, book at close range with him holding it, mm-mm. and it was like a dictionary. I think. Yeah, it went through the dictionary Amazing. into his chest and killed him. And we're surprised that people are eating yogurt shampoo. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. There are some dumb people, but uh, this is a great product. You can use your smartphone. And their proprietary app. It also comes with a laser that you use in, in place of the bullet. And that detects exactly where your shots land on the target. It's just a really cool, really fun system that's going to save you a lot of money on buying ammo and range fees and all of that. Plus, you can also save 10% on the product itself with the offer code PAT when you purchase the iTarget Pro system. It's the letter I, then TargetPro.com. iTargetPro.com. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.
Blaze Radio Network. And welcome to it. So glad to have you with us. 888-933-93. And uh, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. We already did those tweets, didn't we? So um, we we have been talking about the 50 biggest product failures in uh, the history of our nation. Been counting them down. Counting them down from number 50 all the way to number one. And number four, Satisfries, which I've never heard of. Uh, and this just came out in 2013 yeah, from Burger, Burger King. King. Uh, they introduced a new menu item advertised as a healthy alternative to their traditional fries. Satisfries used less porous batter. Mm. So it caused the fry to absorb less oil. See, McDonald's has done this too. McDonald's has screwed up their fries too by doing all this stuff. It's dumb. Stop it. Yeah, it's dumb. Stop it. If I want to be really healthy, you know what? I'm not going to eat any French fries. I, I'm not going to the Burger King drive-through. No, you're not. When you're thinking my healthy, double you're not. Cheeseburger and order a fries to be healthy. But can you give me the satisfies yeah, like instead of the regular ones? And a Diet Coke. Mm-hmm. Shut up. So you go through the McDonald's to get the salad, right? And then you go uh-huh. next door to the Burger King to, to get, get the, the satisfies. satisfies. It makes no yes. sense. Yeah, Absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. stupid. Oh, you could have really healthy satisfies and a really healthy it. McDonald's uh, we, poop salad. We found over and over throughout all of these so far today that mm-hmm. companies should stick predominantly to what they're good at. Yep. Yeah. Yes. What they're good at. At number three on our list, from Atari, hmm. a game, uh, wow. a name that I know and love. Live forever. Oh yeah, my gosh, geez. I loved Atari. Uh, and all the vid- all the games at the uh, you know at the video places where yes. you could go and play. They were all Atari. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in 1982, they released the game ET, the extraterrestrial, and for whatever reason, strange, it failed spectacularly. The uh, game was created and developed shortly after the movie. Well, um, you think it would take? I mean, it was so big, but it was it was developed in only five weeks. Games typically take months, if not years, to program. Uh, it was notoriously difficult, sold miserably. Atari spent twenty one million to purchase the rights, five million on promotion. The company made uh, four million copies of the game and sold one and a half million. Wow. So just a Oh, tad, read the last line. Just a tad. Atari buried the leftover copies in a landfill. Wow. Oh, we got to find this place. Where is that's the funny. Atari land? Oh. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> that's a TV show. Yeah. Uh, there is a documentary on it, really? uh, and I've seen it. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. You should look that up. I forget what the name oh. of the documentary is. We'll find that's that for you. I'm a gordo. Dear Lord. Oh, in New Mexico. Almogordo, New Mexico. Yeah. So yeah. we've already found it. Well, yes. I mean, there's no anticlimactic. Why, why, why I, have to I mean, I was ready now. to go hunting. It's not that hard and, to find. Um, <laughs> there's something called um, Google, uh-huh. um, and it's pretty easy. Yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah, you just... Not in China. What whatever, you do, I just wanted to search. What you do on this newfangled thing called Google okay. is you put a name of something in there that you want to find. And a name hit, of something? Yeah, like, oh. I don't know, Atari Landfill might work and then and, oh sure it just comes up and then it just comes it just up just comes and, up like they know yeah you know what's so crazy <laughs> you, you know what you know what's so crazy is there's another way to do it you could type where are the atari et games buried it's so weird they both end up the same place i love thank you for introducing me to this google thing yeah, all of a sudden y- you bet happy to do oh, it i'm gonna play on this at number two from apple another one from apple because we had uh, the lisa computer oh, earlier. yeah, yeah. 
And now at number two, The Newton. I do remember this. Ooh. Uh, it was a... Um, yeah, the PDAs. PDA. Yeah, the PDAs. I was always oh, a big fan yes. of the PDAs. Yep. I mean, that was, you know, that that's your that's your note, right? That's your that's your Samsung yeah. note yeah. now because you're always writing and trying to leave notes and specials and the smartphones all do it all. Now this was during the dark years at Apple when they got rid of Steve Jobs and Steve Jobs went to um, uh, Pixar. Pixar. He went to Pixar. Pixar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I didn't pay off. So they were kind of floundering in 1992, and they created this Newton thing. They sold 50,000 units of it. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And they discontinued the product in 1998. That's pretty amazing because there were, I mean, there were, I did did not have a, I didn't, never got the Newton, but Mm -hmm. I had, you know, I had a couple of different PDAs, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that, I don't know why this one in particular failed except that, you know, Everybody had their own PDAs. What do I need the Newton for? Right. Exactly. Where are the Apple Newtons buried? <laughs> it didn't work this time, Pat. What? Uh, I don't understand. What? Oh, your little, your little Google they're magic. Not, they're not buried anywhere. It's got to be a different question than oh. is relevant. Can you, you teach know? me this later? So, I don't yeah, Google. we'll talk about it later. Okay. The number one Come product on failure of all time. A drum roll? I mean, seriously. I mean, it's the number Let's one. Do it right. You got to do it right. Number one on our list, all the way at the top of the top 50 product failures of all time, Google Glass. <laughs> wow. That doesn't Google. Sound, I don't know why that doesn't sound right, but I mean, it, it is. It doesn't, it doesn't sound right, but that's according to USA Today, the Google Glass introduced in 2013, yeah. biggest product failure ever. Wow. Wow. I mean, now, they've, they've pulled pretty much pulled the plug on it, hundred percent, right? I aren't they still trying to figure out something I, to? I thought so. Do with it. I thought so, but then I then I heard every time I I hear something new on it, it sounds like they're pulling the plug on it. So I I'm not sure. I'm sure that Google, mm-hmm. uh, while they are struggling for you know research and development money, yeah, uh, you know, are still working on it. But I don't know that it's any big. You had to product. pay fifteen hundred dollars. To uh, have access, be one of the um, yeah pre-order them right early adopters they call yeah them. and yeah. people were doing yeah they that. were because but we want this so well, this is a product that people want because it would be cool it would be really cool all the things we were told this is going to enable you to do right and then it must not have delivered it on any not. of that it I don't know not. no clear function to... was noted huh. it, Google Glass has two basic functions quickly capture images have a feed of useful information from the internet. Uh, glance away. Yeah, that'd be right. kind of cool. Well, what I mean, they, find, what cool. they found is some of the studies, and I know we're cool. out of time, but some of the studies mm-hmm. were talking about how it was how hard it is for people to uh, figure out. You know, see the computer screen and then mm-hmm. come back to real life. Yep. They're really working on that. Hard. Have a great weekend. See you Monday. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.